0: This is Jonathan Hickman, and you are listening to Eleven O'Clock Comics.
1: Nice. You got in under the radar. Did you see that? He yeah. was pouncing. He was ready to pounce. He's right there. He to get his
2: back you scooped him.
1: him.
3: You scooped the bitch. You got him. You yeah. crushed him. Yeah. You crushed Whoa. him. Oh, who, we got a fourth one because you called somebody a bitch. <laughs> you scooped that bitch right off the fence. One. I know you. I, I know you ain't talking to me, Heifer. No,
0: Heifer. 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 That's oh, that's a, she, she you hear that a on
3: shit. I know we were just talking about our girl. I'm gonna see her on Saturday, and I'm gonna make sweet sweet hugs with her. And so I wanted to say Heifer yeah. because she always says Heifer.
1: I got shit in the grass now.
3: But between, between, dude, I got plenty of grass. I got acres of grass. You can shit in all you want. I got to
1: shit in your pool. That's... <laughs> no, dude, you no,
3: dude. Dude, like, if you shit in my pool, you know who's I. You're gonna, it's not gonna be about me, it's gonna be about Beth, and then you're gonna have issues. I'll have to so calm like, her. know oh,
0: it's baby Ruth. i will be
1: like, Oh, come here, little baby. I'll calm you.
3: She'd be like, Yeah, you will, <laughs> dude. When we went on that father son camp out, yeah, one of the guys uh, totally sold it to all the little kids that he shit his pants. He was sitting there, he, and he let out really nasty, wet fart. And he's like, "Oh my god!" And he's like, and he's yelling at us, and he's like, "Go get me some tissues, Christ, I just shit!" My pants. And we're like, <laughs> we're like, we're like, what? And they're like, everyone's just kind of sitting there. He's like, "I'm not fucking kidding. Go get me some some tissues." He's like, "Oh my god!" He's like, Jesus. <laughs> And he's, like, he's like, I just shorted. Fuck. He's like, I need some paper t- towels or it's going to slide all down my legs when I stand up. So the whole, t- we're all fucking dying because we thought he shit his pants. And then his son comes over with the paper towels and Kevin fucking digs into his shorts and he pulls out this like, and it's all smeared and he fucking, t- and, he, and then he puts it in his mouth and it was a fucking, it was fucking butter. It was a uh, Snickers. <laughs> it was so fucking funny. Dude. Because he, he totally sold it. I mean, even with the wet fart and everything, it was like he had it planned perfectly.
1: This guy scares me.
3: Right. <laughs> this this guy is very scary, yeah. <laughs>
1: <laughs> oh my goodness. And uh you should not be scared, my people. Because this
3: My people. My Let people.
1: My people go. This is Eleven O'Clock Comics episode four hundred and ninety. What? Whoa. Yeah. yeah. Whoa. And, uh, have you not been paying attention? Oh, it's football season. I oh am... Oh my
0: God, really? I,
3: <laughs> I am opening my home to you in a few days, and this is what you start off with? I oh, am God. Vince B. Oh,
0: Lord. How you doing, oh, Dad? Oh, my Lord. I, am, I am amazing, Vince. I hope you're well as well. And uh, I am David A. Price. Nice. Indeed Good you. you
3: are. And just to piss Vince off, I am... Philadelphia Eagles starting quarterback Carson Wentz. I don't know what that means. Why are you Carson Wentz? Because he's the Philadelphia Eagles starting quarterback.
1: Well has he done anything notable this week or the, or today? Uh be the man. Okay.
2: <laughs> that's all
1: I'd rather have you than Carson Wentz, because you are the man in my heart. Mr. Jason Wood. Everybody's all together. Woo woo. I feel like we just did this.
3: Oh, that's right, we did.
1: We did, did? but but unlike the last episode, which did not have one of these, this episode has one of these, and it is the DCBS spot, the discount comic book service, dcbservice.com, where you can get your books getting fast, get them delivered straight to your door for a fraction of the retail cost. For example, here is the list of my, my picks, and one comes from DC, yep, it is Batman and the Shadow. The Murder Geniuses hardcover. Wow, Steve Orlando, Scott Snyder, Riley Rossmo. Twenty four ninety nine cover price. Dap. What
0: are they taking it home for? Uh, maybe twelve fifty.
2: Hmm.
1: Not maybe. Exactly. Twelve fifty. 50 Back the Mundy. Next up is from Boom. We have James Tenyon the Fourth and Eric Donovan on the third of what they're calling a trilogy. Although I don't see how the pieces fit, but I know I haven't read cognitive. Find yet. out, right? This is called eugenic. It is a three-issue miniseries, extra-sized, five ninety-nine cover price, but you can get the first issue that I said was from Boom uh, for two dollars and ninety-nine cents. So get in on it. And uh, last, it. but certainly not least, this is from Scout Comics. I found this very interesting, so I brought it. It's uh, in the tradition of H.P. Lovecraft, who means a lot to me, even though he was a racist. Um, mm. Pff, mm. Sign of the, it's the sign of the times. Right? Sign of, <laughs> sign of the <laughs> times, <laughs> awkward, right? I'll
0: get a from with this, but okay. Really? <laughs> well, maybe there's that will actually buy it now.
1: In the tradition of H.P. Lovecraft, there's the Infernoct, cumbersome name, as Sam attempts to discover the real reason the people of her town are being destroyed, she becomes aware of mind-rending creatures that feed off the sanity of their victims. It's up to her to do something about it, if she can keep her grip on reality. Dun, dun, dun. Uh, writer is uh, Mina Elwell. Artist is Eli Powell. This is, again, from Scout Comics. First issue, cover price three ninety-nine. will cost you Two dollars and nineteen cents because you're super Damn, smart. son! Forty five percent off. Go to dcbservice.com and save, and then multiply.
3: By the way, happy birthday to our our benefactor, Mister Cameron Merkler. Yes, birthday this week. Yes. Happy birthday to you. He's one of those disgusting people though that when you see you meet him in person and then you realize how old he actually is, it makes you sick. Because I look twenty years older than him, and I'm like ten years younger than him. It's true. Yeah. I know it's true. That's why I said it. Why Why the silence all of a sudden? Making me feel awkward.
1: I don't yeah. know. Um, I will make you feel extra happy because I am drinking the beer.
2: Yes. What?
1: Yeah, I'm dragging it along from last time. I'm drinking the uh, New Belgium Voodoo Ranger IPA.
3: That's the voodoo you do? Yeah. I'm glad it's you're drinking a- that, not me. But no, you know I what? was going to ask you, do you want me to pick up some IPAs for this weekend? I, no. I, you just do
1: what you got to do. You're, you are you uh, are not a fan of the IPA, and that's cool.
3: Yeah, but I think other folks are, though.
0: Well,
3: it's, the, it's the new hotness. Yeah, what are you drinking?
0: Uh, I am trying. Th- this was um, – the night kind of got away from us. Um, so I was hoping to have something else red for tonight. I was – along with everything else that I read for tonight. So I timed this wine perfectly. Um, this is from Gabiano, and, uh, it's a Tuscana red wine. It consists of, um, Cabernet Sauvignon, Merlot, and Sangiovese. Uh, Excuse from it. It's, uh, <laughs> it is, it's it's, 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 an absolute label. Um, uh, because the only yeah, thing I, you say I, I, for Italians is, Spuck That's sure. it. <laughs> he laughs now. I said it before he didn't laugh. It's all right. Um, oh, my God. But you're pretty. It's all right. I
2: know. You
0: don't have to placate me. Uh, this is Dark Knight. Mm-hmm. And uh, it is a... I really, really... It, it could kind of cover a couple of different books tonight because there's a beautiful... Um, Mostly in black painting, uh, it's a silhouette of a horse um, rearing up, ready to attack. But on top is a uh, atop the horse is a um, is a I don't know if I call him a warrior, but again in silhouette, someone with a um, the sword kind of looks like a rapier. But it's 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 a really nice label. Um, and did you produce Unholy Grail? But ah, it's 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 Dark Knight with a K. Not like Dark Knight's Metal, but still, there was supposed to be a whole meta kind of connecting thing going on with this wine, which there isn't, since I did not read. You didn't read it? What the hell? So, I'll put this wine back, forget it. Did you
1: produce your rape here? I did look at the spoilers, by the way.
3: I did too, but did... Uh, did. So wait, so you're putting it back, so are you drinking something? No, later? no, no,
0: no, I'm, I... I'm... I was joshing. I'm not putting it back. I am ah, I see. It. Now it is quite tasty.
3: Okay, and now I will tell you what I am drinking. And wow. it's going to be one of those nights because it's been a while. It's been a while. Um, I am drinking Corona.
2: What, what? Wow.
3: I even sliced up some limes up in here. I got it all going on. You got your parasol
1: out too? Dude.
3: <laughs> you, know, you know what Dude. I mean? You know
1: Dude. I, when I, when I Dude. Dude. Got... He's got his leg blanket on. He's got little, his
3: little I, I, legs. I, I... Wait, wait. I, I, I actually do have a, a blanket on for my legs right now. Oh, no.
0: <laughs> All right, Professor X, good looking out. I really do. Let's go over here. Oh, like sh- let
2: <laughs> <blackenedone. laughs> I got short time up and a blanket on. I
1: I think I oh, sharded
2: <laughs> Nice.
1: Oh, my nice. goodness. I was trying to be funny, and there you go. Got some thank yous. I oh, do yes. too. Um, i don't think this person would mind if uh we read the letter mm-hmm. that came with what we got because mm-hmm. 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 i'm we may we may have received the same things i don't know so.
3: um uh, this the man, is no, the man has uh, already done yeah. enough the man's already also a, a loyal patron from jump yes. too it's what
1: i'm saying right but um this is from john O'Neill
3: mm-hmm. who writes the, the uh, fan the longtime member of our fantasy baseball leagues as well but go ahead
1: Yeah. Sorry. It's okay. used to it. Uh, Gentlemen.
3: Oh, my
1: God. During the day, I'm the managing editor for a small publishing company in Nashville, Tennessee. And I wanted to send each of you a sample of our novels that I thought you might enjoy. As a managing editor, I'm not supposed to play favorites, but Jeff Johnson is a beast. The two books I've enclosed here are Swift, Funny, and Brutal Noir Reads think Elmore Leonard crossed with Quentin Tarantino and the Coen brothers uh and we received not speed a love story
0: K-N-O-T-T-S-P-E-E-D
1: yes by Jeff Johnson and this one wow I'm going to read this one first because it's yeah it's called Dead Bomb Bingo Ray by Jeff Johnson it has a beautiful what looks like um uh, a screen-printed cover, but it's not. But that's okay. It just looks like it is. Uh, nicely, there's a nice tooth to the paper, uh, and um, the cover stock has clay-coated. Yeah, and I got—I ga- ga- got to say—the production values on these books is are through the roof. I'm liking what I'm seeing, and and my fingers like what they're touching and also when you send me a book that says uncorrected proof on it you just won yep. my damn heart over
0: and because of that though as much as we love this cover um as it states on the back there may be some changes before publication so oh, that's all right i don't care oh absolutely no i'm saying i love the image on the cover i just i don't want anybody to say oh well vince said when right this this is this does not come out until november
1: well i'm usually wrong anyway uh, no. And it's, we got crime, vengeance, love, and physics. The infamous. And, and what from Mr. Warren Ellis. Oh, yes. But Warren, presume, Warren Ellis says, this evil strut of a book is wildly smart, utterly warped, and exultant in its own mad glory. I can't wait to read this. And it's noir. Like, what the hell is happening to me? You are a, a new human being. Both of these books look absolutely fantastic to me. You know, do you listen to Little Steven Underground Garage?
3: Not often. I don't know what that is. Oh please,
1: I, I'm too and I'm too white. Yes. You're not white enough. Um, and this okay. this week this week, Little Steven was t- talking about noir and the difference between. Noir and other types of genres. And in, in, in noir, your prot- protagonist never learns from his mistakes, blah, blah, blah. He went down the whole laundry list. And here I get two books in the mail from a beautiful human being that we love so much, and they're both noir. Like, what are the chances? It's the universe reaching out, licking its finger, and giving me a little wet willy. That's what mm-hmm. it is. So there you go. I have mm-hmm. more thank yous, but that's the one I think we all can share. Oh
0: hell I think, yeah! I think hat, um, hat
1: tip to Mister John O'Neill for sure. Big time.
2: Yes,
0: I uh, I may join you in reading that Bomb Bingo Ray first. I was going to read Not Speed since that's that came out first. Not that there's probably any sort of connection, but um, you know, what? I'll read something that nobody else, not too many people, can read before it comes out. So I'll I'll, right. I'll join
1: you. And let's do the our buddy John Proud and say that you can check all this stuff out. At uh, Turner Publishing, that's turnerpublishing.com. Right, indeed, yes, and sir. They, they look super amazing. I cannot wait to jump in. Huge love and kisses. Thank you, John. So, what, what else
3: do we have here from y'all? I I have two thank yous that uh, are OA related. <laughs> First, uh, I want to thank our boy, our new BFF, Mr. Carl Slominski. Uh, We, Dap and I sang his praises uh, after Heroes, and I did a nice interview with him about his book Teeter Topple, which we discussed on the show, but uh, he opened up a commission uh, window there, and I had him uh, ask him if he had the time to do a Domino and X-23 piece, and he did one, and it arrived this week, and it is glorious. So I wanted to say thank you to him for the, the beautiful work. And then words really don't even properly describe the, the, the last thank you, and that is to our boy, uh, our homie, Mr. Daniel White, uh, former former EOC logo creator, uh, all about gentlemen. Um, when I was, when I had the great pleasure about a month ago to hang out with Mr. Mr. Zach Crusay and Daniel and Alan uh, New Mutant in New York for some cocktails, they were flowing, And I had mistakenly thought that Daniel wasn't a superhero fan because, um, you know, I thought he was all about the Indies, which he is. He loves the Indies. And that got us into a spirited discussion of how he loved uh, Marvel uh, Bronze Age stuff. And I was, well, we all were hammered. And we started going back and forth about how I love team pieces and he should do a team piece for me. And then he said something to Oh, that's awesome, man. Which characters? And I said, I don't know. You pick. And then he said, well, well how many characters on the piece? And being 17 sheets of wind, I said, how about all of them? And was, wow. like, you know, probably half kidding. And then he's like, his eyes got wide. He's like, seriously? And I'm like, yeah, man, seriously. And then I really had almost thought that that conversation was was, was nebulous and more conceptual. And then lo and behold, the next a day or two later, on the IG and the Facebooks, I start seeing the outline for it. And I'm like, oh, boy. Uh, and long story short, Daniel did an absolutely breathtaking Avengers piece for me. It is uh fourteen by seventeen massive it is forty six characters, all of the Avengers up until that were on the roster up into um um issue three hundred yeah and it's it's absolutely just it's just breathtaking i mean he puts so much time and love into this piece. Um, it's it's incredible and it's it's easily one of the best pieces. I don't have physical possession yet, but but when I do, it'll easily be one of the best pieces in my collection. It's uh, it's awesome for so many reasons. So much love to you, brother. I did post the piece in our Facebook group and on the Twitters. I'll throw it up on Instagram as well. So uh, yeah, man, a hell of a great uh, art week for a guy that's supposed to be on art hiatus.
0: Yes, yes, we will mention that. <laughs> um, I just want to thank. Um, Kitchen Sink and Dover and Amazon and the post office for Mm -hmm. um, bringing me a book that I pre-ordered. Maybe it was UPS. We won't give the post office too much credit. Uh, Something I pre-ordered months ago uh, once it was available for pre-order and this would be Don Simpson's Border Worlds. Nice. Which is a very thick, um, nice hardcover, some color, uh, mostly black and white. I will be reading this, maybe rereading an issue or two, but rereading this, uh, very soon, I hope, but it, it, it looks absolutely amazing. There is unfortunately for Vince, a dust jacket. And unfortunately (laughs) for me, once you take the dust jacket off, it is just a very plain, um, black with silver embossed on some border world uh cover. But inside the um the the, the front page the front paper inside the covers are the uh are covers of the um of the series and, and there seems to be an essay in the back as well. So I am um I am really looking forward to this. I hope that um they do decide to make a um Megaton Man collection. Oh, Gee, stop. Just stop. Uh, Cuz I will be all up in that. Yeah. Uh but yes, all, all 18 chapters and an afterward um and uh I'm 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 happy this finally arrived. I know that uh, some people were surprised that it was being released like this. Um it was just a good mail week for me between John's books and and this came on the same day. They all came yesterday. Um so there's really nobody I need to thank except for the creator of the work. Um, but I'm, I'm glad it's here. Nice. I got more thank yous. Oh nice. yeah
1: this is uh, this came from our buddy Bill Zanowitz.
3: Bill Z, huh?
1: Yeah, he worked at a convention um, a, oh, a little yeah a little while a little while back and uh, I guess the artist in question, Mr. Uh, Anthony Marquez, was there, and Bill was nice enough to get me a signed copy of the Vampirella uh, from Dynamite that um, Anthony did the variant cover for. So it's the Paul Cornell, Jimmy Brock, the recent Vampirella. So yeah, thank you, Bill. Big love to you, as usual. I wouldn't have to... You didn't have to do this to get big love from me, because you know I love you anyway. And I got from... um, Sean Moran he sent me a bunch of Savage Dragon issues that I missed or I'm sorry didn't miss I didn't order because I was on a break we were on a break and uh I I recanted and and realized my mistake and had a hard time finding some of the issues so Sean jumped in and said hey I'll help you out and he also sent me a bunch of issues of his self-published comics um what am I going to do with my life? Stop drawing dicks, Sean. That's, that's what you should do because it says that on the cover. I didn't say that. Drawing dicks is a good thing in, is in, in my book. Um, so you can check out Sean's work at fistshakingcomics.com. That's fist shaking comics, one word, dot com. Sean Moran, publisher and creator of uh, fist shaking comics. I love this stuff. It's, it has, uh, well, it's, it's raw. And that's the best thing I could ever ask for, good, nice. good old, good old raw stuff. And uh, he gave me an, an original drawing of the uh, Savage Dragon on his little note here. It was just a good mail week for me. Nice. Fist, fistshakingcomics.com. Go check them out. All right, let's talk about the comics. Lots of them. Oh my God, so many of the comics. Can we talk about the one I think we all uh, read? Well, we
3: read a few, I think, together.
1: Well, let's hope. But but well, we have a
3: big thing to talk about. We have two things. I know two issues that we talked that we talked to, we read together. So we've got at least three things that we've all read. All
1: right. Um, I'm going to assume, and you'll correct me if I'm wrong. But Always. Uh, this was written by Jordy Belair. Who not only wrote Mm it, she did the color art uh, amazingly and uh, the the art in question was done by a new favorite of mine Uh, I believe that Jason um, Hmm. extolled the virtues of this woman's art and I did not pay attention I'm sorry but I saw her work on Hit from Boom and it is exquisite her name is Vanessa R. Del Rey Clayton Cowles did the uh, letters and the production work. It's called Redlands, and Mm -hmm. the first issue of which came out today from Image Comics. It sure did. I have been in the habit recently of reading these uh, Image Number 1 issues that I have not pre-ordered and then I go back and send Christina and or whoever's at the desk at uh, com a message saying, you know what, I screwed up. Can you <laughs> can you give me issues one, two, and, and three of this Image comic? Because I didn't order them. But I thought Redlands was so good after I read the first issue that I went back and, and pre-ordered all the issues.
3: Excellent. Yeah. I'm I, I'm
1: in a single issue groove now. I don't know why. You
3: really are, yeah. Yeah, you're back on it. Yeah. I, like
1: it. I think back there's there's a veracity to single issues that trades don't have because you're 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 jumping on the bandwagon, right? mm mm-hmm. Mhm. Plus you get all that extra stuff hopefully in the single issues that maybe maybe not appear in the trades. But anyway, Redlands number 1 is a period piece. Um opens up in uh, Redlands Florida in nineteen seventy seven and uh, there was a attempted lynching of a group of women, and it's gone horribly wrong the The police station is bombarded by um, what I initially thought were evil f- spirits, evil female spirits, right? Because it's not too apparent what's going on initially, in this thing, right. you got you got the the sheriff, his son, and a you know the police force are, are holed up in the in the station, and and the, there's stuff going on outside, evil shapes, the the lynching tree is is uh, ablaze, and and a little girl walks next to the tree, and they're like, holy shit, there's there's a little girl out there, go get her and uh somebody runs out and grabs the girl tries to get back into the police station and a black inky mist like spectral thing separates his head from his neck it, what looks to be very quickly like whoosh, and he and he's dude like, i i would love to own that page
2: yeah how yeah how sick is
1: that how, how awesome is that I like that page a lot, but it's not my favorite page from this issue.
3: I'm not even saying it's my favorite page aesthetically, like just just in terms of OA on your wall, yeah, draftsman wise. But but that page is what I'm going to remember from this issue. Okay, because I thought, oh, now we're now we're now we're serious business. This is serious business right here. While we're on the subject
1: of of the art or the visuals, hmm. uh, Del Rey's art on this book is very different. Than the stuff that I saw from Hit.
3: I think this, her style's been evolving. It, it's it's not too far off from her Scarlet Witch run. Well, I
1: didn't even. I have no knowledge of that at all. Okay. You know me. I um, think my word for it. But there's a thing going on here that we've seen done in Fringe, and um, uh, we saw it in Fast and the Furious Eight where they're incorporating the sound effects or the lettering or, or any kind of statement of of um, you know time and place. They're incorporating incorporating it into the world like there's in this panel that you're talking about, the door the, the somebody fires a gun and the bang from the gun runs parallel to the open doors as if it's in the same physical space. As the doors and the people, and and yeah, yeah, and, yeah. and, and it happened the bullet. Yeah, and it happens on the next page too, where um, something slams down, and the word "slam" is is parallel to the object that is being slammed. So it's like the the, the lettering exists in a physical space. It's not just comic book lettering. It's in this world. I think that's cool. And that's I mean, we've seen that in Fringe where the the, the lettering and stuff, it looks like it's part yeah. of the actual scene.
2: Right, right.
1: Yeah, but um, the, uh, Del Rey's uh, the marks being made here look a lot like Harvey Kurtzman to me. Yeah. That, that, that is a very big compliment. It, they're loose, they're lively. They're energetic, they're dark and creepy, they're 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 confident.
3: Um, she's got this great thing she does with her with eyes. Always. Oh has yeah. Um, they, they they it's hard to say they they almost look empty, but by design, it's uh, I don't know. I just think she's always been great at evoking a, 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 an effective spectrum of emotion from the way she uses eyes, but it's not it's not because they're oversized or overly animated, like someone like a Kevin McGuire or something. It's, it's just they're They're in, in fact, I would say the eyes are are relatively small from an anatomical perspective in many of the cases, but, but, uh, she just, it it just really, really is vibrant to me the way that she, she handles that part of the face.
1: Right. I, I, I totally agree. Um, and, and not only are the, is the sheriff and his son skip and a bunch of, uh, Deputies and a little girl hold up in the police station. There are a number of people incarcerated in one cell. It's it's creepy as shit. It looks like they just threw a bunch of people in a cell. Some of them are like half naked. It looks like you got biker guys in there. There's a uh, you know a couple black people, uh, women. It just it doesn't make sense to me why all these people would be in one cell. But it looks like a meat market to me. And and the the black man that that we we are introduced to seems to have a history w- with the sheriff. The sheriff may have have killed his father.
3: Mm-hmm. Yeah, it seems that way.
1: Yeah. Um. And so this this man is not none too fond of the sheriff, but uh, the 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 evil female spirits. Uh, we don't know if they're witches, we don't know if they're they're um demons yet. Um my favorite page of this is the 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 sheriff's son, Skip, is walking up uh a flight of stairs with the girl and it's in red and black. And she's like, Why are those people in a cage? I think they want. I think they want to play with you, and and Skip says, you know, th- come on, let's go, and and so they're walking up the, the the stairway, and we see it. Skip doesn't see it, but the other people looking down sees it. The girl changes from a little girl and grows Loki like horns, like massive horns, and transforms into this black i I can't even describe it it's more of a feeling than a than a a physical thing it's she just eviscerates the dude and she's got a face but not a face does that make sense to you it's a face there are there are holes where the mouth and the eyes and the nose Mm -hmm. should be but there's no detail at all they're just they're just holes it's it's very disturbing. This is the page I would want. Definitely. The the
3: one with the, the blam blam where the, the splat yes, splat, yeah. She's yeah. got her, he's going up the stairs and we see that she's a demon. Yeah, it's very or, disturbing. Or some kind of horned thing, yeah.
1: Very very disturbing. And it, and it's not it's the the sudden shift between little girl to demon that we see over the course of one freaking pan. like you flipped the page and she's not a little girl anymore. She's a demon and her, and her fingers are so long and she's got this Evil, nasty, open-mouth thing going on. It's chilling. It's just just very disturbing. Mm-hmm. And the colors are spot on.
3: Well, it's Jordy, dude.
1: Right. It's it's dark, and and there's very, the palette on these pages is very limited. You you get um, blacks and reds, and and she uses them so tastefully. Like there's a light shining down on Skip and the, the demon girl is in sh- partial shadow, and mm-hmm. then the shit hits the fan, and everything just, it's just black and red. It, it's nuts. It's so smart.
2: Mm-hmm. I thought this,
1: this issue was a tour de force, visually, I thought. The story is not anything revolutionary yet. It, it mm-hmm. may be. It may be. We, we may see it go um but uh the demons they the, the uh, uh Casey, right? This this person somehow gets his hands on Skip in the in the, the Sheriff's Son. And and the the sheriff, let's spoil it, because I think this is it, it bears setting up um the sheriff kills his own son. He he didn't mean to kill his own son, but he was shooting mm-hmm. at this 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 Casey person, right? And uh, Casey turns intangible. It looks that way to me because the bullet we see the bullets going right through him. Yeah, and and then he, then he then he yeah. he yeah. turns to to smoke, and the the sheriff just blows away his own son, and then we see the people behind this, and. Uh, it looks like this is going to be a a fairly long series because this this sets up a lot of stuff
3: i I agree with everything you said i think that the quote unquote plot of the first issue isn't all that groundbreaking right 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 but the devil is in the details no pun intended and i think uh, most things that we read these days probably have a reasonably familiar Nay, formulaic setup. It's always what they do with it, and yeah. so I think you said it exactly right. I don't think the the first issue is gonna. There, there's no some. There's not some revelatory moment in the first issue that, um, uh, plot wise that makes you say, "I've never seen anything like this before." I think you have seen or read things like this before, but uh, it is just the first issue. I think it it hit all the necessary beats. The, the pacing was spot on. Like I said, I mean, the dude losing his head. The, the, the way that the book was structured over twenty two plot or so pages was was well done. Um, you could tell that Geordie's seen a lot of comics over the last few years as a colorist. She has she has seen a lot of scripts and comics on across her desk. Um and I think the art is I think this is you know Vanessa, look, I, I as you noted I've I've known Vanessa's work for a long time. Met her here Dap and I met her at heroes, what, three years ago Dap, I think. Um, yeah. And been a fan of hers ever since. She's, she's repped by Palo, um, at Cadence. And, um, I will say, I, I, being honest, I, I think she, her style has to be on the right book. I I think her, her sequential work in, um, traditional superhero settings, not, not ideal. Um, I think it's, it's not perfect. A book like this, um, I, I think is absolutely perfect for her, her aesthetic, uh, for her energy. It seems to be something that that's right up her alley. So I, I love to see this because I, I hope this is a pop. I hope the book sells well. I hope it's a nice long run because uh, I like the pairing and I think that Vanessa can really show off her chops. To you know, I don't think she's a household name yet, but uh, but a, a nice you know twelve to twenty four issue run on this with um, with with Jordy's popularity driving the the appeal. I think will really put uh, Vanessa even higher up on the map. Yeah,
1: I I totally agree. It's to me, if I'm gonna, if you're charging three ninety nine for a thin stack of paper, you you better give me some kind of reason or or uh, instigate me to separate myself from my four bucks. I, I need some return on my investment. Uh, mm-hmm. mo- most comics these days, a lot of them don't do that. I I, I feel like I don't get my my value back. Mm-hmm. But this 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 seemed very much worth it to me um the visuals are are stunning and i think it's 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 a lot like a comedian who tells um um a well-worn joke but mm-hmm. he does it in a way that is completely unique to himself like you can you can tell a joke a million different ways and it's all in the telling. It's all in the way you present it, and the the delivery, and the timing, and the 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 skill, and the style, and that's everything. Here, the, this story has been told a lot of times. Like this, could could have been an AIP movie in the seventies. It just seems like um, we've witnessed these events. This town besieged by women demons or witches or whatever they are and they got a grudge they, got, they, they have a, an axe to, to, to wield, to bear and, and, and it's just that this is all in the telling it's magnificent I'm fixated on this moth what's the deal with a moth? why does she spend seven panels on a moth? what's going on? The moth is important. Obviously, you don't devote seven panels to a moth and, it's, it, and without it being of some importance. But the dialogue, women like them are begging for it. Like, that is the, uh, that should incense any woman that hears it. That line, they're begging for it. You know what I mean? We've heard that in relation to, to rape and, and all that stuff. Uh, but it's juxtaposed against this moth. Why? was the moth one of the demons in that room mm. i don't know like it just w- there, there has to be some reason why the creative team would devote all this visual real estate to a moth
3: oh de- i agree with you there i must say i was left more scratching my head though than any i didn't have any strong take on it but i love that sequence because it's
1: so ambiguous
3: Mm-hmm. Death's quiet as hell. Did you did you not like this book,
0: Dad? I did. Um, the uh, the moth. Yes, I I, I think every th- I, obviously things aren't what they seem. Casey, I believe, is a little girl demon who is the moth. I I th- I think that because. The people that are downstairs locked up, um, that are eventually freed. Um, obviously, nothing in here is is just because someone felt like drawing a moth. It it so it, there's all there's a reason for everything that's happening. I my my I think the art is absolutely fantastic. I I love um, Del Rey's almost uh, scratchy, unfinished look. Like like it's not it it's I'm. I'm Something that would take maybe Dotson or or Perez one line to draw if it was a shirt sleeve. She's she's gonna you're gonna see a couple of different lines to make the same thing which i i love that I, I i think that in in certain places that looks amazing and and it is finished it's just it's it's scratchy and and it's it's you know fuck a pencil line i'm gonna ink that too i don't i i just it e- i
1: it exists in a realm in between finished and
0: unfinished right because it could be it, it it it's it serves a purpose whether you could say you know it's it's if it's on someone's face it could be you know fish mm. or it could be so, good. so so, there's a reason for, it. and it looks a lot better than if she just left it open for Jordy to color. So so, and and you know, it's it's a dirty book. There, there's fire. There's there's smoke. There's it's it's not, it's not a clean environment to begin with. So it it's perfectly fitting. Um, like Vince said, with Kurtzman, I, I there's some panels where I almost see some some. Faces that remind me of, of something Latour would do in Southern Bastards, or there's there's some Milo Monera the way he would draw a figure and and the, the, they bend the knee or something. Uh, my if I have a problem with the issue is that I feel it's too short or it doesn't um, it's almost unfinished. I have half a story because it ends it ends where it should end as far as setting things up. But um, it felt like too much to me. I, I, I mentioned it almost read like a zero issue, where this was—it's it, a prequel, it, or 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 it's a it's a prologue, where where you know we're setting, we're letting you know what kind of world this is, and then the first issue is now na- now we're in it, and we're definitely in the middle of something because the first page is a tree on fire. With three ropes hanging, with three nooses hanging from it and and obviously they were trying to kill these women, hang these women. So we're thrown into it right from jump. Uh, so there is very little, you know, we're not aside from it telling you the year and the place, um, we're not really getting to know anybody in a day in a life type setup. It it's, you know, right. we know people because of the conversations people are having. Um so we're learning as. We, go no, go ahead. As we're learning as as we read it, which I think is great. I I, I I really do. Again, in 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 the right setting, the right the right story. That's there's no reason for all this. It's extra. I don't need an a on these characters. Just let's let me learn as we go. And this way, we're all we're all on the same page. Nobody has as really the upper hand. We're all just we're we're, we're in it at the same time.
1: Yeah. But it, it's subtle. That the information is there. It's just. Oh, yeah. It, it's not like oh here's these three characters and what they do and why they're pissed off. It's like there, there's um, it, the the details are revealed in the choice of words that
0: Jordy yes. uses. And in the in, art, it is yeah, Right. Like, there's there's still, right. There's a history neon there. arrow pointing to mm-hmm. everything. Going. This is important. He, right. You know, it's, right. Like the there's the, some when, text. When, yes.
1: Sure. When the three women walk out towards the end of the book, and they said, "The one says we chose this town,"
2: mm-hmm.
1: so it seems to me that the like you're, there's no there's not a whole lot of sympathy. Or there there may not be a whole lot of sympathy for these women. They may have done some really nasty things. We don't know yet. But on the flip side. The sheriff is not a nice person either. No.
2: Nope. There,
1: there, there may be some kind of um, uh, racism going on. There, there may be it, – well, it, been, it, it it bears to be seen, but the fact that he was picking on and killed this black man's father, you, you could just draw the line. It, there There may be racial undertones to this thing. We don't know. What I'm saying is it doesn't seem like either side are very – you know, root worthy. Like woo woo, go witches or, or go demon ladies. It's just it, <laughs> it's just it. Like there, there's bad stuff on both sides of the coin here, but I love my th- bad witches. But they say that we chose this town because we saw it needed the most. Uh, your soil is rot. Your people are vacant. We needed a place to make new through sacrifice. With honor and we
0: see and, what and, does and you that know mean? who's being sa- well, you know who's being sacrificed, the cops and when she says with honor it was the people that were in the cell that are escaped or not even I mean, it's not like they're the woman might be running away, but it, it, we we know that the, the honorable the people who should be looked up to uh those were the ones that were locked up, so obviously there was a There is now a shift in power uh yes.
1: But they it, seem to be old too like they say something about being alive for centuries. Right, right.
0: Yes. Because yeah, well, I mean when you the, the See all this know, for
1: 3 this is what I'm getting at. All this for 3.99. That's right. what I that's yeah, what yeah. I want. And even these, though
0: and every note even though every single page is packed and there is a lot of information to to mm-hmm. to absorb. Um For me, it's. I don't. It's. I'm not saying I feel cheated. It's weird that with everything that's going on on these pages, that I still feel like I maybe it means that you know I just enjoyed it too much and I want more now. But Mm -hmm. um, there is it. Always leave them wanting more. Well, yes, you definitely do. Um, But this is also something that can very easily be reread without feeling like oh you know i just read it. i don't you there is i think there's there's some rereadability here whether you're just taking in every one of the panels and and not reading it and just looking at it uh i mean one of the witches has her arm in a sling you know i mean
1: right could they be the fates
0: <laughs> it's they
1: well they rem- I, I don't know if three
0: the of them. Mean anything it, there's roe alice and bridget um we know based on the concept art that now that the police are gone, that they're basically going to be the new law in Redlands. Um, there's which again is why I felt that it was, it was mostly just a, almost like a, a free comic book day issue where it, it was just, you know, the second issue is, is where we are now. But if you want to know, you know what happened right before that, that's this story and that's why it, it really didn't it it is a first issue obviously and it and and everything that's been said about it tonight uh is all is all positive and is all for for the good it, i just i don't know why it didn't really feel like a a major first issue for me and it is a major first issue but it just it, because it's got that that number one on it and and i'm reading the story it didn't it's it's really hard for me to, to to put it into words, but it it just it it did feel like this was a a giveaway story, and and if you want to know more, come back next month. And th- th- this was the freebie, and this the first hit's free, and if if you want to know more, you're going to come back and pay.
1: I gotta say, I don't understand.
0: I know it's 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 <laughs> it's, it's the
1: strangest. And, and I'm not saying like you're you're crazy. Is. I don't understand you. I just I no, don't get, I, I don't get it.
0: it. I know, right?
1: And so there, is, there is there is the the, uh, the stars and bars in this thing too. So,
0: and that's and and that whether it's it's hillbilly moonshine or vampires or it's 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 witches or but. There seems to be it it's you know, when image first started you had their take on superheroes and and then you know you had other creators coming out and, and telling different stories then you had, you know, Hellshock. And you had and, and you had some some crazy image stories over the years and, and you know you they, they brought Strangers in Paradise over and, and image became a lot of things, but right now they just seem to be most of their books are either in the Gothic, yeah. southeast, or they deal with rednecks and hillbillies, or um, it's just it, it's. I, I kind of want uh, a break from that, and and no, which is probably one. I don't think. I, I don't
1: think you're going to get
0: a break from it. No, like, n- that not that not an image. Be, I mean, it, like, it's like like it's
1: news-wise, mm-hmm. you're not going to get a break from it. It's not. I I I, I, I think, that. No, no, I think. No, I think and, it's and, and incredibly canny on Image's part to be doing this at this time because this is a big deal. This is this. This is probably one of the most important things that are, is going to be, you know, uh, one of the one of the hallmarks of our generation is this North South bullshit, and I and I think it, Image is is very smart for exploiting it.
3: That's what it is. It's exploitation. Mm, I don't see it that way. I, I think it's a little bit coincidental. Jordy's from Florida. I heard uh, Declan on another podcast doing an interview saying that they both really wanted to take a chance to tell a story from their that were based in their home settings. That's why he's doing, uh, yeah, but come he's on. doing his OGN. All this I, stuff I don't is, see it, man.
1: All this stuff is filtered through an editorial process. Uh, department it's not though
3: but you're no, wrong not image, image does not no. have an editorial department no. that's not even true in fact most but, of these guys have to hire their own editor but they have a publisher though is what i'm saying the, they just, well, yes the just the, the eye the on the publisher, publisher, publisher says yes you to anyone he thinks he can sell books to
1: right so you're you're saying then, southern southern bastards cannibal mm-hmm. redneck Redlands. Okay. It's it's a coincidence that all these. I'm saying southern, southern bastards.
3: bastards got okay because it was Jason Aaron getting to do whatever the hell he wanted, and, and, he, and Jason sure. Tor said let's do it, He's and that to... begets and that begets other people saying oh I can dig with that setting, and I'm going to do book in that setting too because I'm a southern. Right. So it's not right, a coincidence. So...
1: It's calculated.
3: No, it's not a coincidence, oh, but no. it's not editorial mandate at all. It's no, no, it's, no, no, no. It's, it's not what it's, I said. It's a, I said... it's a zeitgeist. It's it's these other creators saying yeah I can vibe with that. I get where that's coming from.
0: Donnie Cates is from is, is is he's from Texas. He's going to write stories. Yeah, in, in, I, I don't in Texas. You no, said it was
3: like editorial. This is not. No, what, I, a, what a, I'm what I'm saying, is, saying is like there's this a isn't person. David Brothers and uh, and and uh, and uh, Eric Stevenson sitting around saying, "Yeah, we need more Southern related books."
1: No, but there are people at Image that say yay or nay to series yeah, mm, to
3: potential series. It's, it's, it, but I, I think you're you're way overestimating that. They're process. not
0: saying okay. Are, is it a book set in Florida? Okay, sold. No. That process is is, is merely. Well, I don't. A, I I
1: think you're you're oversimplifying it. But I'm I'm thinking. I'm
3: not though. I mean, at last I checked, we were good boys with the CLO for a long time. I mean, I know how the process works. Like, it's not like that. Like Eric Stevenson does not editorialize what gets published. He bases it on two things. Does he think the book can sell? And that's mainly is the creator got a name for themselves. And then is what he's pitched and sold, does it look professional enough that he thinks it's worth the fee that they're going to pay him to publish to print the book? That's it. I, I he also, doesn't edit it. He doesn't help market it. Okay. not do a I thing. Just, I don't believe in
1: coincidences.
3: The fact that there's that there's five or six... But Zapp and I aren't saying it's coincidental. We're saying it has nothing to do with Eric Stevenson deciding he wants more Southern books because it's topical. What but we're saying is the lack of coincidence is that because Southern Bastards was a runaway, breakaway hit, and there's that oeuvre, it's inviting other creators to vibe off that. That's all. It has nothing to do with Stevenson having some kind of view that that's the kind of books that are going to sell. That's all I'm saying. Because if you look at Image right now and you look at all the books they publish, I mean, we're talking about a tiny subset they put lots of different books out. Many of which yeah, sure. don't sell that well, but this. So I. That's all. I, I again. I, I agree that it's not purely coincidental, but it's it's but it's not coincidental because of some grand social messaging that Eric Stevenson is trying to put forth. That's all I'm saying. That's smart. I think it's people want to be like Jason Latour and Jason Aaron.
1: Really. I do. You're gonna you're gonna lay it all on them.
3: I think that's how the genesis of these things starts. I think it's like that's like saying when when Eastman and Laird did Turtles, it, it begat a fucking hundred other copycat anthropomorphic black and white books. Yeah, that's but I think go. there's a big
1: difference in the impact of Southern Bathers, Bastards and Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles.
3: Of course, and one one selling, Right, but we're also talking about a couple books just because we're spending forty minutes of discourse on this book. I mean, these you know the average image book outside of the few hits selling a couple thousand copies a month. It's it. it the average image book gets less sales than we get listeners. So let's keep it in perspective here. I mean, I like, a social construct. I, like I mean, that. I'm just saying, like, it's not, you know what I mean? Like, it's, it's, yes, it's much different because back then you were talking about selling hundreds of thousands. You were talking about people getting rich off of being a copycat. That doesn't happen anymore. Uh, you know, you can't get rich in comics unless you're the outlier of the outliers. So um, I don't think Depp and I are disagreeing with you that it's not coincidental purely or that there's some 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 force at work but i just i do not think nor have you i have seen any evidence of of Eric Stevenson sitting around saying hmm we could use some more southern vibe books like no no you, I, we're talking about the impetus for the
1: southern gothic series we're we're going to disagree on the impetus but the fact remains there's a bunch of them out there from image ain't no arguing that my friend right and and most of them are good um, so far yeah yeah, yeah. So here we would go. You throw
3: plastic into that.
1: Yeah. Yeah.
3: Okay.
1: It doesn't have the gothic. I'm just
3: asking about it. Like i Yeah. I guess you guess it. would be.
2: Yeah. Okay. Mhm. All
1: right. I oh. uh, to, just to summarize. I I love this issue. I am going to buy it in singles. So I, my love for this is all encompassing. So I'm buying the singles. Boom.
3: Boom. Boom. Done. Now let's talk about this other uh, little little book y'all were up in. We're not going to disagree
1: on this one, are we? I don't know. All right. Um, this also came from Image. It's so a basic... Southern. No, Probably, it's not.
0: No, I don't think this one has a whole <laughs> lot to do, thanks to, to, to the Jasons there.
1: This is basically a one-man show. Written, drawn, colored conceived by Rich Tomaso. It is called Spice Seal. Number one.
0: The Court and Steel Phoenix.
1: Yes, it's part one of a story called The Court and Steel Phoenix and there's a hyphen in there. Court and Steel. Um, there is a similarity to, to Ergace Tintin but it's yes. just, just in the line. Everything else is this unique um anthropomorphic world that Tommaso has created in which a uh, a seal by the name of um, Malcolm Warner who seems to be lazy but not unintelligent um, he doesn't have a whole lot of um, he's not very upwardly mobile but he is resourceful yeah. when he has to be. See, so he's a contradiction. He's he's um, he's motivated by food instead of personal growth. And 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 his um. Do we call her friend? Do we call her girlfriend? He won't even admit what this person means to him. His his no, they're just friends. His female friend with a Mondrian blouse. Uh, her name is Sylvia. And she's an artist. And as the as the story opens, Sylvia is struggling with this painting, and she's she's like, ah, oh, fuck it, I've, I've 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 expended all the energy on this painting. I want to at this time, let's go to a gallery. And he's like, ah, oh, I don't know. Do we really gotta go? And she's like, there'll be food. So he's like, okay. But 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 once they get there, he he does get into it. Like he's he's talking about. Uh, the, the 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 style and the content of the art and he's 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 vibing on it but this in 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 total it's a strange book because while they're at the gallery um Malcolm is is approached by a bunny a russian bunny who latches on to him and and he doesn't know why we don't know why and there's a murder attempt a terrorist uh, act that uh, erupts and um, Sylvia's winged. That's a pun, I guess. Uh, But it all stems from this, this Russian terrorist group,
0: David. troop is just a little bit. Or
1: yeah, there's two foxes and they're getting all jiggy and performance already on the stage. And in the middle of their performance, one of them pulls a gun, um, for whatever reason, and screams, "Die, imperialist pig dog!" and and Sylvia's shot in the sh- in the shoulder, and and Malcolm springs to action, so this lazy, you know, person actually can get motivated when 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 it matters to him. And there's a chase over the rooftops, and it gets really weird. This book is strange because am I am I six? is is involved um and the reason why I said it gets really strange I'm a spoil part of it that um the bunny comes to malcolm's home and there there's a there's a discussion and and secrets are revealed in in a and a tea kettle squeals <laughs> and and um the bunny what was her name angora angora is is shot she's she's mortally wounded she's shot and killed and then after that this is what i'm talking about is why the book is so weird she, nobody seems to pay it any never mind that the 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 woman is dead like malcolm's like yeah i was just talking to her and she's laying on the the ground and she's dead did you guys find that sequence like weird strange a little bit off-putting.
0: Hmm. Not just, really, because it's it. it just he, let, she she's laying there dead. Someone walks into Malcolm's home, his apartment, and so it all happens. And then and and then he um they, they give him the pin and they
1: she gives him a a clue as to that yes. would later play into the story.
0: But, but then what the I'm, medics come in and and, and take it away. But, I mean, yeah, they're, they're all... It just renders... Over. It renders her, this character, so inconsequential
1: to the story. Like, he's obviously attracted to her. Early in the story, she comes up to him, and and she, he's attracted to her. He's, he's surprised that she's... You know, this va-va-voom bunny is devoting attention to him. And they have this dialogue, and they're... There's obvi- they're obviously sharing something and then she's shot and killed and it's just like oh well she's dead and the dialogue changes from Malcolm and Angora to Malcolm and these MI6 guys and you know plot points are fleshed out is this the court and Steel Phoenix and then there's a she's dead on the floor of the apartment she was alive two seconds ago. Now she's dead and nobody seems to be paying it any any attention at all. I, I just feel like it was just like this. It's incredibly cold. More attention is paid to the stupid tea kettle screaming than, than this woman being killed. Or am I just overthinking it?
0: You might... Be overthinking it. You might be. Put, I'm not saying put, you're wrong.
1: Put yourself in this it, in in the, in the 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 place of Malcolm. If you were talking to somebody and somebody outside the window shot the person you were talking to, would you not shit your pants, freak out, scream, get all? You, you would definitely get wigged out. He's like, oh, uh, yeah, she's Somebody shot her, and then he starts talking to the turkey dude, the old the old turkey guy.
0: Gobble gobble. Like, the, When you think about someone, uh, uh, a woman getting killed in front of James Bond, he doesn't usually stand there and fawn. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, over he's like, And well, granted, yes. right. Malcolm isn't a spy just yet. No, he's nothing. Um, and he's they... not a hardened um, vet at this game. But it's still it. I, I, it it kind of plays into his character. The way you set him up, the only time he really was motivated was when Sylvia was hurt, and and up until that point, he was just like, you know, whatever, going with the flow. This woman dead on his floor, and now he's worried about someone breaking into his apartment, and he's got to stop them. Um, yeah, only to find just... out that he could stop and have a conversation. It didn't. It did it? Did not seem out of place to me. I'm with you.
1: It's a life, though, and and I yeah. I don't I don't know. I've just I'm.
0: It just that seems, seems that you're a little bit attached to to I know.
3: Uh, yeah, you don't. You We read lots of comics where lots of people died. We just <laughs> were laughing about a sheriff losing his, getting his head cut off, and we didn't spend a lot of time talking about the feels.
1: But there, there was way. <laughs> I there was. Yeah. I, don't
3: know. I, 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 I didn't give it much thought, to be honest with you. This I, Angora so character is I, rendered. I didn't, I didn't hear you. What'd you say? Oh, I said it was evocative of James Bond to me, like David said, I mean, or, I, or Jason Bourne. Like, All right, well, people die.
1: I don't know. I don't I don't I'm not seeing it because th- this character is is fleshed out way more to to a, a far greater degree than a person in a James Bond movie that's just put there to push the plot.
3: I mean, really? It's one. Inch. She's like in like four pages of a comic.
1: But look how much dialogue she has. She's well, in, in well, in a couple pages, if she's
3: if just this comic suffers from one thing. It's plenty of dialogue. Oh, it I love the comic. I liked it a oh, lot, it is, but
0: in a good way. Oh no, yeah, I had no problem with all the dialogue. Yeah, you I know, a lot the... of panels on every page. He, the, the, the yeah. Tommaso packs a lot into it.
1: Be- the, oh, he puts the, his I... time into it. no yeah. doubt about that. I will, and I, and obviously, like Daniel White said. Um the tour de force of this issue is the juxtaposition of the screaming tea kettle that pushes you and well I should say distracts you from the fact that someone who I think is very important, Jason and David don't um I, 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 I there's a life being snuffed out and it's like this prestidigitation. You're hearing this ee, this high pitched um, whale from the tea kettle and then BAM! The next time we see Angora, she's got a bloody splotch on her chest and, and she falls and, and has just an... It's, it's a classic noir setup where she's like ah, uh, she's dying, right? And she's like, take this, it's the brooch. No, and She gives him something that'll push the narrative in in a New direction, and you know, just further the narrative, get the story rolling. It, that's classic noir, right? Um, and then he goes over, and he takes the time to turn the burner off on the tea kettle. So, and and it goes from big bold ease to tiny tiny little e. It's a great great sequence. It's 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 masterful actually. But I'm just saying that I just thought that. This character should amount to more than just like, oh well, Bunny maybe,
0: dead. Yeah, let's maybe, let's Not dead because maybe, maybe when, not. When, maybe not because Deputy Dog over there when he tell when the medics come in, he they just prepare to put her on the gurney and and then that's, I mean that's on the last page of the issue anyway, Um so maybe. Maybe I'm not trying to get your hopes up. Maybe she's not dead. Well, and, even if and she's and not legal.
1: dead, the 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 characters believe her to be dead, and or Turkey, at, least,
0: at least he does. Malcolm right. does. The other right.
1: two. So Malcolm and and Turkey dude, and and the the dog Turkey that dude. and the dog that Malcolm smacked with the cricket <laughs> right. bat. Uh, they they may believe her to be dead. No, so it's think, just that she's I, so inconsequential to anything.
0: That's what I'm saying. Though I think only Malcolm may think believes her to be dead, because otherwise, they they won't. When 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 he's telling the medics, when McGruff tells the medics that you know this is, she, I'm over here. She's over McGruff, here. you call him McGruff. That, <laughs> oh, holy shit, you just call him McGruff. <laughs> You're able. Holy shit, you can. Yeah, I, he may know something that he may be more in tune to what a dead body feels or looks like or it's i i I get what you're saying I think um of all the things I enjoyed about this issue uh wondering the fate of of Angora was definitely not um on my notes um on my that's list of things You are you're, you're both
1: cold-hearted am, bastards am, that's yes, why yes, That's
0: right. The I, absolutely Seriously. actually some chick, this some chick who who comes between Malcolm and Sylvia, who who uses him because oh, she definitely she uses him, yeah, exactly, and breaks into his apartment. Yes, I, I should feel, I should feel something for the way this character has been treated. She's exciting, though. Come on,
1: she reminds me of friggin' Maggie or Hopi from Road. say, Lo- I
3: am absolutely fascinated by how much thought you put into this rabbit <laughs> on, that was on four pages of the comic. <laughs> <laughs> like truly, it's, I'm. I'm. It's I'm. Seal. Really, like That's I spy, knew we buddy. were going to talk about spy Seal, and I didn't think we were going to go here. Like you she have was, put, you have you have put more gravitas in this character than I think Tommaso did. when Any he truer? No, I think you're full of shit. He wants,
0: Look, he wants an Angora spinoff.
1: No, I maybe it's it's just that she's she, to me she was exciting. She's she was impetuous and and in the moment and and just uh, unpredictable. And when she gets shot, the way that he has her hair over, like, wow. I think, I just this think it's, epic. no, I just think it's, it, this sequence is just, it's masterful. It's great. I don't, I don't know. I was doing voices as I was reading this thing too. Wow. Especially like Turkey guy. <laughs> the turkey uh, what the shit. hell is his name? Yo, gobble, what's gobble over
3: what's, here. what's Turkey dude's name? Let me ask you two questions. Hmm. Were you like, were you like a mad Richard Scary fan growing up? <laughs> Is that
1: your shit? No, I didn't <laughs> like Richard Scary. Yeah. I I found Richard Scary. Richard to be... Scary with guns. No, this is awesome.
3: <laughs> well, this I is... I think Richard Scary's awesome.
1: All right, then then okay, but I I I think <laughs> the, I I don't know like this to me they they get Black Sad gets accolades, why mm. not this? It's the same
3: thing. Oh my god, dude. Oh. <laughs> Ooh, I gotta hit the pause button. Oh, wait. <laughs> gonna... oh lord! I got like I'm getting palpitations over here. I
0: was just gonna say, I, I, I
3: wow. Um, no, <laughs> oh boy. I, <laughs> I can I I think comparing those is like saying the the Yankees get all the love. Why don't the scranton Wilkes-Barre Red Barons get as much? <laughs> it's like we're talking about different stratospheres of of, of comic them, different 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 entire universes of comic storytelling.
1: No, I think the approach is and the execution is different, but I don't i I wouldn't eleve, I wouldn't rank um the black sad stuff. I wouldn't call it superior to this just because it's rendered in a different way. I think there's a lot of beauty in in what Tommaso's doing here, but that's okay your your mileage may vary yeah,
3: I mean I, I think both can be can be cool without them being on the same level. I mean, I well, we read not? lots of comics we really like, and I think some are better than others. That's so all. I I, it's, I don't it's know. True. I think that uh, you just yeah. I don't know. I, I can't. I can't go into the. I mean, to me, Black Stat is that is those are special.
0: Yeah, it's up
1: there. I think this is special too. But that's okay. I mean, do
3: you wait. think uh, the man with the yellow hat shows up in issue two or <laughs> 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 uh, <laughs>
1: I think I'm done. I think I'm done. Oh my God. Why you gotta be a dick? Why you gotta oh, be a dick?
3: Stop. I love I loved, that. I loved I was this issue. That. You're killing me. You're killing me. Well, you know what, honestly, I was reading it and I I, I mean I'm not this is not for for giggles. I I, I honestly thought it reminded me of of. Curious George and Richard Scarry, the 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 cartooning, which is fine. I mean, that's not a bad. I mean, look, there. I mean, Richard Scarry's well, he's passed away, but I'm sure he was a very wealthy man for selling millions upon millions of books over the years. So it's not like that's a uh, an admonition. But it uh, it it felt. I don't know. It, it, the art style reminded me of the cartoons that I used to have to watch when my kids were really little. Because it's what they wanted to watch And They're I would be like yeah, Exactly, a PBS cartoon And so It was just very hard for me To disconnect that, that Feeling from this book Probably unfairly to the book's content But I You're Not probably the, definitely the, the, the art style really was hard for me Wow
1: I I think there's an exquisite beauty to this simplicity of the line here. I
3: I I love this issue. Oh, and I'm, I mean, you're not alone. I I mean, and and why you know I I myself the very same thing when I read this issue. Why is it something like a book by Jason I can totally think is great, but then this just doesn't do it for me. I I don't have the answer to that. I don't know why. I don't know why some things that that seemingly have lots of similar characteristics resonate with with us and others don't. Um, I don't know. I, I, but it, not again, gonna, I mean, I'm not going to smurse the book at all. I don't. Right, I don't right. think it's a, a bad book at all. I don't. I think it was well executed. Uh, it's just for me, the visual style just sat in this corner of my subconscious that just just made it hard for me to, to be gaga about.
0: The um, I I from start to finish, I. Enjoyed every single line. The uh, love the colors. Colors are, are there.'s two
1: sensible people in the room.
0: I um, oh uh, <laughs> <there's, laughs>
3: Who's casting Spurgeons now? Um,
0: I can't wait. Uh,
3: I can't wait till he till he beds Kalu. Next,
0: next <laughs> the a dick. Um, I think Arthur's his neighbor. They they have oh uh, shit they. There's a... Um, no, Arthur's be, weapons
3: maker. That'd
1: be
0: cool. <laughs> that'd be very cool. <laughs> with his little fist. They... um <sighs> I'm dying. Everything that... Um, it, Tommaso doesn't leave anything. Just... He doesn't just... Everything is drawn for a purpose. Because even when he hits homeboy over the head with the cricket bat, mm-hmm. um, in the doorway is... Turkey dude in, in the shadow. So it everything, and then throughout the rest of the apartment, all the little all the little rugs are disheveled and 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 messed up. And, and then and as I'm looking in every panel, Malcolm's apartment, his flat is not. It it's it's almost like it's a home. The, the ceiling is cracked. There are um, there's well, yeah, plaster he, missing.
1: See, he doesn't have a uh, job.
0: No, but I'm saying it's like you know. It, Earlier, because it looked like it was in a a nice enough neighborhood, um, yeah, he, he's on the, the third floor. Um, you know, and it's a big place, so it doesn't look like you know. I wouldn't expect it to kind of. It, it's not a crack den, but it doesn't. I but it was because I'm I'm examining every single panel homeboy's drawing and, and it's it's I, I really, really like the line work. I I think yeah. the art is is really solid. So because of that, I'm now scrutinizing every panel and analyzing everything and, and it's it's you know, I mean he, he doesn't he doesn't even phone it in with the kitchen because it's not just the, the tea kettle. It you know, he's got he's got papers tacked up on the wall, he's got the dish towel over I mean there's everything is for real he makes this it, it's a very believable lived-in yeah. environment and and the uh i think the even even malcolm's out i mean he's he's wearing the turtleneck which is of course you know the official spy outfit It it's there's just it's a massive uh, turtleneck though oh it's huge it's almost it's like it's really big it's insane yeah. um but yeah i think uh yeah you know, the body language the way the characters are, no no one is just standing there everybody's doing something whether it's with their hands they're they're in motion it's a very um it's a lively book i, I really um like you said i before I place it's superb. this super order which will be very soon I, I will uh i will request uh the first two issues when I ordered the third this month that's um, what I
1: did that's what i did no um I'm gonna if, do you, it. If, if in case you want to know. The turkey dude, I hear John Hausman when he speaks. The really? a, yeah, Angora is Yoko Ono. There's something about oh, Angora hilarious. that makes me think Yoko Ono. Yeah. Oh, you uh, come to uh, we come to. But she's uh, Russian. She, yeah, I know,
3: but I'm. I, so I heard Vince, you. Uh, I, I bring was up a topical? great point.
0: Should that be topical? Since what? No,
3: Vince, you bring up a great point. I have to say, when I was reading the comic, I I thought that the comic she was written with. An affectation that seemed like an unbelievably stereotypically racist Asian woman. Right, but she's and Russian. Then they said she's Russian, and I'm like, wow. I'm like, somebody fucked up the dialogue here because she comes across as like stereotype Asian, and it's like, that's nothing like Russian. So I'm with you. I got the same vibe uh, and was actually relieved that they clarified that wasn't the case because I'm like, because that would have been unfortunate.
1: She's hot, and unfortunately, she's dead
0: but um, there pick, aren't
2: so.
0: but who's the um? Hmm. the shooter was uh, a pig that's what I'm saying because we're, we're and and he's just so we had they were she was trying to stay away from the foxes and and um, that's who Malcolm was going after and then uh, he comes back to the apartment and yes it was a um so so she's so it's almost like it was a setup because she's like go to the window and it's you cuz you don't see her get shot you you hear it no and then she comes and he turns around and she comes out of the kitchen so you know it's yes we see a pig in the shadows and, and watching at them from from peter parker skylight so you just mm-hmm. you don't know if um it, it's 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 a, it, it's a mystery i i i really, really there's nothing which again because tommaso doesn't just draw something he's he's not just throwing something he's not either leaving something out he's not drawing something because oh this looks cool in the background or i'm gonna you know put this character everything is there for a reason and uh if anything i want to read the second issue just to find out how, yeah. how this whole mystery the, progresses the dialogue I, the, in that
1: sequence is ridiculous when she gets shot, oh, he's who like, shot you? "Yeah, it was Secret Service. Like, how would you know that the Secret Service shot you? Did the guy, did the pig, have a button that said Secret Service on it? Yeah, I, it's, it's so good, though. But anyway, yeah, there's uh, extra bits in the back that uh, feature spy seal drawn by a bunch of different people, and one of those people's. Is one of our
0: our, our boys? He's one of our peoples. Yes. Yeah. The Dave Jordan, Mister Dave, uh, Dave Jordan, um, did an awesome uh, spy seal in the uh, in the Alps. Um, is it the Dave Jordan or that Dave Jordan? I always. R Dave. I don't want to screw up his. his well, I know it's R, but I don't want to screw up his uh, his Twitter or Instagram handle. Um, that. Dave Jordan, thank you for where do we go from here being right next to me. The uh I I, I got a huge kick out of um out of the quote unquote fan art and uh cosplay. But yeah. you know, I'm, I'm a little That's bummed disturbing. that you know Dorian had to well, you're probably happy about it, but you know, it's Angora in the background of that one image instead of um I, I, I kinda like Sylvia. I don't know why, I kinda like Sylvia.
1: Oh, I like Sylvia too. She's not dead,
0: unlike Angora. She's not dead. She did get winged, but she's not dead.
1: So if you if you uh, want to get you know uh, you want to understand oh. what we're talking about, go pick up the Spy Seal number one. Did it came out last week? It or no, this came week?
0: Out today. Yeah, today. Um, and uh, there is not just the uh, the fan art. Um, there is a backup feature. There There's, is uh, ninja. Fukura. By,
1: By Joey, Weiser. Joey
0: Weiser. Yes. Yep.
1: And if you pay paying attention, Joey Weiser, you've heard his name mentioned whenever I talked about SpongeBob, SquarePants.
0: I'm pretty sure of there he lives it. lives in a pineapple under the sea. Yep. I like the covers too, man. It's it's I I really like this package. I um I have not read everything that Rich has produced. Um but I really like this and, and uh it's definitely definitely recommended. I know we've been teasing it for the past couple of weeks as far as in your travels and we've talked not well, past couple episodes we've we've um implied that it would be discussed in great length and uh and I don't think um there's it's I mean we're no there may be a lot more love we can give to it, but I want to see more of the story. It, it's a uh, it is a really really solid first issue, and uh, definitely recommend it. Yeah,
1: I was wrong. Joey Weiser, he did that Cavemen in Space that uh, we talked about for Madhouse. Remember back way back when? Way back when. Yes, and that uh, Tales of an Unusual uh, Circumstance, again uh, from AuthorHouse.com. So. It's a complete package. It really is. Check it out. Do Jason. It. Jason, tell me something. He's, that you read. Uh,
0: he will be right back. Why? What's he doing? He's, he's, well, I'm not going to say. It. It's his business. He said it pooping? in the Skype.
1: Is he pooping? He's not pooping, really.
0: He well, would probably take...
1: Oh, he's peeing. The he's peeing. <laughs> he's there we got shout-outs. Let's do the shout-outs while we're waiting.
0: We can do the shout-outs while we're waiting. That's right. That's right. what I just said. Yeah. yeah. We should do that, Vincent. Because uh, these, you you set it up, my brother. Oh, yeah, because he's not here. Mm-hmm. Uh, because Sorry. we have some wonderful... Oh, good, Jason. I'm back, baby. Sorry. Right, we're, do, we're, so doing, uh, we're doing the shout-outs real quick. Oh, nice. Okay. Um because we have some extremely wonderful and uh, well all of our patrons are extremely wonderful and they're uh, very generous The um, we are at the point in the show where we want to uh, give a shout out to a uh, to the EOC Illuminati uh, and those uh, one, two, three, four, five people that uh, recently donated to the show include Mr. Paul G. Roybal. What? What? Next.
3: Oh, wow, we're doing Listen, it. Go ahead. What? Go ahead. Mr. E- Mr. Eugenio Garcia.
1: Nice. I'm going to skip one. Because oh. this no, – just because. Oh, my God. Talk yeah, about do making
0: the, next the guy two. you do the, next feel two. Bad. do the
1: next no, two. No, no. Okay, I'll do yes. the next two. But one of them I really wanted to do because this person was kind enough to reach out and say, hey, happy birthday, but had a little bit of dismay because he couldn't post to my Facebook thing.
3: Yeah, I know. up with Be, that?
1: Yeah, he was I'll the only one. Blame my sisters-in-law, okay? No, I Be- hear you. Because I agree. They, they post tons of shit. But anyway.
0: Oh, I know all about his sisters-in-law.
1: Brian Murray, yep and the gorgeous and intelligent Mr. Chris Revikent.
0: yes Mm-hmm. and last, but certainly not least this time around, Gabe Bustavantes, yes, that's the move, yeah, who's then you know we've that that's a name i I still see every so often, but I mean that that's a throwback to uh to the old forums and junk, so for real. Nice to see you, Gabe.
3: And I must say that uh, we are ever closer to our next goal: 156 patrons. Now, what? That's, that's nice. And I know we often talk about what what, uh, what 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 the collective patronage unlocks, like the extra episodes. But I don't think we do the rewards enough justice because uh, we get a lot of feedback that the rewards are not an insignificant part of why some folks. Uh, do their pledging. So the names you heard were kind enough to join the uh, EOC Familia tier, which is a, um, uh, I'm sorry, the EOC Illuminati tier, which is a a $10 a month pledge. And uh, with that, you get a shout out. But let's be honest, probably the thing that that they're more excited about than the shout out is the care package, which uh, after six months at the tier, We will hook y'all up with a package of goodies. Uh, We talked a bit on the bonus episode that uh, it's going to have comics, maybe some, who knows? It's going to have cool stuff. We we definitely intend to make each package its own thing, and our goal is that when you get the package, you go on the internets and our Facebook group and everywhere and rave about how awesome the package is. So we're not trying to, you know, we're not trying to throw a free comic book day single issue and a button in there. So um, (laughs) you know what I'm saying? Like we're, we're trying to i trying to hook it up. Uh, I can, well, I'll be throwing some sorry. buttons in, though, but those are the ones that I did. So.
2: Mm-hmm. Oh,
3: well, love buttons are another thing entirely. Um, there's the EOC New Gods tier, uh, where if you are a part of that, you may pick a specialty episode uh, once per quarter. You and all the new gods go into an arena. You battle to the death. One of you comes out as the proxy, and you tell us what we're to talk about for an entire episode. And that's coming up, right? That's um, I guess that's next month,
0: right, That. Uh, it would be the fourth, yes. So, because uh, we have our themed episode that we still need to yeah. hammer out, and then, uh, yeah, the the next theme episode will be by the patrons. And uh, yeah, and then there's the
3: celestial beings, which are uh, which are are an extra special level of folk, and they, in addition to all the other goodies, get to chat us up on the bat phone uh, on a special Slack channel for those that don't know, Slack is a very popular messaging platform. Um, and we have a EOC, uh, celestial being Slack channel. So we can basically, we're, we're available anytime to chat it up about really anything. Um, I'm on it all the time. You are, you are, but wait, and then we have uh, two more tiers, which, which let's admit we weren't sure if anyone would, would take us up on these tiers. Cause they're, 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 they're a big financial commitment. And, um, and, I must say, I my hat goes off because we have one EOC sugar daddy, and what that gets you is uh, if you're if you are on that tier for six months, you earn the right to sit in the fourth seat as a co-host for an entire episode, which is big doings. You all know we protect that fourth seat. That fourth seat has yes, got the butt we prints. do that fourth seat has got the butt prints of some very amazing people. So. Um, and then last but certainly not least, and this is what I call the, 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 the Call Me Crazy in a Good Way tier, the EOC Medici tier. And what that gets you is Vince will create a one-of-a-kind painting for you if you join this tier for three months or more. And Vince, next month, I think, if I'm not mistaken, I have to double-check, but I think next month our, our Medici patron will be eligible for said painting. Nice. Now, are you going to just do whatever your whatever your heart's content? Because we didn't put any rules on it. Are you going to reach out to him and try and get a sense for the person? Are you going to like? Are you just going to let the animal spirits take you, or are you going to let them have some in, in, interaction with
1: you? What's the- well, no. For this first one, I'm going to ask what he wants, and I'm going to do whatever the hell I want to do. So he's going to get two. Oh wow! Ooh, come on! Nice. I mean, I mean, he was the 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 first one brave enough to to tread into
3: that. Uh, Arena, so he should be rewarded for that. It's true, right? And if if there are any eccentric billionaires out there listening that like our show, uh, there is the no more part-time lovers tier, which if you if you are if you uh, uh, if you join this tier for a year, David, Vince, and Jason will quit their jobs and do ESC full time.
0: <laughs> <laughs> what does what does full time exactly mean? Is that five days a week? Is that?
3: Well, it says that we will commit to doing the show at least five times a week. So, yep. There yeah. you go. I would love to do that.
0: Well, there's a tier for it. Well, Lord knows we would have plenty of time to read things for the show.
3: Oh, we would read so much. So much.
2: <laughs>
0: so much. <laughs> He's tittering. Well, can we speak on the other thing that we all read? What's this? Is this another... It, I think you have the image of Rama dusted off for tonight, right, Vincent? Uh
1: I best have it dusted off if I'm thinking that he's going to talk Blue Monday murders, right?
0: <laughs> or black. Blue, it's. Blue Monday
1: murders. Oh, damn.
0: Blue Monday. it's
1: See, here's how my brain works. I said foreigner, urgent, Uh huh.
0: Blue Monday. Urgent. Bob. So urgent. Go urgent, ahead.
1: urgent. Black Monday murders. <laughs> Correct. Oh, Go ahead.
3: <laughs> Words by Jonathan Hickman. Art by Tom 2m's Coker. Colors by Michael Garland. Letters by Russ Wooten. This is a story of human sacrifice. This is Black Monday murders. I must tell you that, um, as we as we have often acknowledged to one another, uh, sometimes your mood affects your enjoyment of something. And sometimes you may not even realize it until after the fact. I read the first issue of black Monday murders with great anticipation because I love Hickman the day it came out and I was nonplussed to the point where I pre-ordered it and let it stack up. And then we saw Hickman at heroes and chatted him a little bit about this. And I thought, you know, when I go home, I'm going to give it another, another try. The first arc had finished up. The trade was out. And I went back in and I started reading it. And holy crikeys, did I love it. Uh, and then Dap, much to my absolute glee, jumped back in himself. And I'm not going to take, I'm not going to speak for him, but I, if I'm not mistaken, you also enjoyed the book.
0: Loved it a lot. Nice. So this book
3: is near and dear to my heart because it is deeply intertwined in the financial markets where I spend entirely too much of my life Uh, and the concept is that the entire financial world um, its existence stocks, wealth, banking, all of it, finance essentially, is tied to the deepest, darkest, most primordial Magics, and that uh, these are supernatural forces. These are gods. These are things that people worship. They hold power. They demand sacrifice, um, and that money is is a component of of worship. And you know, it's it's, but in a literal sense, right? I mean, in a literal sense. So, um, with any Hickman book, especially his creator-owned stuff, this is not a an easy read. He has prose pieces. He has detailed graphical visuals where you need to sit there and decipher what he's trying to tell you. Um, He has lots of little interstitial notes and doodads and callbacks that I think understanding them all is part of the process. I'm assuming you can enjoy the book even if you're not into that stuff but certainly that is all part of it he means for you to spend the time trying to connect all the dots that's what he gets off on and uh, man oh man oh man did, did this just knock my socks off um, the 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 conceit is that there are um, there are two families of 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 people that rule the financial world um, and they're in more, they're memorialized in, in the form of banks there's the cana the bank and then there's the Kankrin bank and uh, so the Kankrins are the the your European uh, Russian based banking system and then the cana are the the American uh, version and um, I I got a kick because <laughs> the, there are seats there are seats that that are constant in the uh, in in these systems and um, one of the seats is the Rothschild seat, And uh, I, I guess anyone that's at all has any pasting familiarity with with the controversies of the Illuminati and the like, uh, the Rothschild family is often mentioned as as um, a part of that. And I must say, we always giggle about it at work, because for those that don't know, I work for Rothschild Capital Partners. So I guess you could say I sit in a Rothschild seat. So I got to kick out of that. Um, but this is um, this is set in different time periods. We're, we're introduced to 1929, which for those that uh, don't know your market's history, that was the giant crash that set about the Great Depression. And we see a, a dude that's uh, your, your typical older, balding, Natalie-dressed banker type sitting at his desk reading the Wall Street Journal. And suddenly his eyes turn white and blood starts gushing out of his mouth and nose. And he starts speaking in tongues and it uh, becomes quickly apparent that this is a sign that the uh, the gods of the financial world are demanding their sacrifice. And they quickly go about meeting up with the rest of the, the, the ruling families and setting about in motion the, uh, the killing, the sacrifices, and uh, they start killing off traders and brokers and investors. Uh, until the scales get back in balance. There's a literal scale in their office, and, and until it's back in balance, um, the markets are gonna crash, and essentially by sacrificing people, they can protect their own wealth and the sanctity of the system, but, without, but certainly with leaving a lot of damage. And so it, this is not to say they did this to avoid the crash. They knew the crash was coming. They did this to keep themselves and the wealthiest of the wealthy in power and to survive through this crash. Um, and then we are um, we're, we're put forth to the, to the modern day and another gentleman is, is found dead and it turns out that he is a Rothschild and it sits about what is in essence a murder mystery although we pretty quickly are given uh, we're, we're, we, are, we the readers are told who, who, who killed him um, and then over the course of the book we learn that the two, the two families uh, merged so now the system isn't just, it used to be that there was a five seat system on the, in the west and then there's a three C triangle system in the east. They merge, so now it's a more complicated thing where uh, the 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 Kankerans rotate in, and they hold their own roles, and then the the Cana seats kind of rotate back in. Um, and uh, it's pretty fascinating stuff. I mean, there's there's two schools of economics: the Western school of economics, which is where the Cana come from, uh, and it's it's based on like elemental. Uh, the, the actual elements. In in 1929, they formed uh, a four-person seat, which are the Bischoff, Rothschild, Dominic, and Ackerman families. And you've got the Watcher seat, but he's fire. You've got the Ascendant seat, but he's air. The scales are water, and the stone chair is earth. And each of those people, when they're holding that position, have specific roles to play. Um, and what you don't want to be is you, you don't want to be the, uh, I guess it's the... Uh, is it the, uh, the, the, scale stone chair or the stone oh, chair? Yeah. yeah. No, no, you're right. You don't need the stone chair. The stone chair is if you're sitting in a stone chair, when the crash is coming, you're the one that, that dies. You, you, you start dying and you're, you're basically the warning sign, the canary in the coal mine. Um, if you will, the watcher is the person that, uh, that keeps, keeps a mind of everything that's happening and, and, and cultivates the system and finds the young, great investors and traders and brings them into the system. Um, the ascendancy is the, uh, really the boss, I guess the, the the person that that kind of runs things and keeps building up the institution and acts as the leader while they're there. And then the scales is the person that's in charge of essentially determining how to keep everything in balance and who has to die and and what kind of measures need to be taken. Um, And it's just fascinating because they treat the idea of finance with such homage where, uh, where Manon is essentially uh, something that is worshiped and it's, it's that money is power, that there's a magic and a, and, a, and, a, and a, dare I say, dark hold for, of money. Um, and my absolute favorite thing is that when all of these people are jockeying for position, they decide that they need to go see the, uh, the, 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 the evil being themselves, the, the, the head god of, of money themselves. And where do they go? They go to the fucking Federal Reserve. So the Federal Reserve in this world is actually a temple... Where the gods of money reside, and uh, like the literal gods of money, so I, I just I, I just thought this was awesome. There's a, a there's a, a detective named Theodore James Dumas who is in charge of the investigation, but it's also clear that he has a very sordid history. He has uh, he's a, a um, his family is 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 uh, Cajun and he's from um, you know a family of, of voodoo, uh, and he's a believer in the dark arts and these sort of things, and as a result. Is somewhat viewed by his fellow police people as, as a as a crank, um, but we know, of course, that he's anything but that. So he starts trying to track down the mystery of what's going on with these murders and uh, on all these these high-powered financial machinations. Uh, and it's one of those things where he 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 wants to know, but he probably doesn't because the more he knows, the the more dangerous it gets for him and uh, and the people around him. So. Um, you know, I I, a, I can only assume this, this is going to go for a long time because Hickman's doing a Hickman here. He's introducing us to tons of characters. He's setting a lot of, of, of seeds of, of intertwined uh, histories and backstories, but not giving us all of them all at once. So I just think this is a masterpiece. And um, look, all that said, I get it if someone reads this and it's not for them. I mean, this is... I, if if I didn't have a love for the financial markets, I don't know if I would find this as in enrapturing in, in as I do. Um, but I'll let Dap speak on that because because my man is not caught up in the financial markets like I am, and he seemingly enjoyed it too. So, uh, what did you think?
0: The uh, it's it's a story that um, you you need to take your time with it. It yeah it, it rewards you. If you just kind of pay attention, but just just there, pretty everything is right there on the page. You don't it, it's it's um, yes, there's a mystery you may not know. Everything um, that's you're not being spoon fed, but you are. Um, you're as long as you're aware of of. Who the players are, and uh, you you pay attention to even even the text pages because the uh,
3: oh they're very important text pages. They
0: they, there's a um they they talk about the two banks, and I guess when when people have to change their seats, um, one one bank uh, does it quarterly, and uh, so the wheel is broken up in every three months. And then the other is, um, every, every four months. And, and when it's October is when they overlap and, it, and, you know, a little, it, it's not Hickman. isn't just being cute with this. It, it's, um, this book also reminded me that Hickman is one hell of a designer. I, I think. Yeah. The, uh, yeah. Right. The, 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 the when the characters are speaking in tongues, whether it's a a, a familiar or uh when someone is about to die, uh, or or someone is calling on Mammon and is doing any of their little tricks, uh, the the alphabet is very similar to uh what Hickman used uh in his Avengers run leading up to um Infinity and then the uh the Secret Wars, but the, um, the 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 graphic design is absolutely stunning, and and that's that is huge. I I, I just every time I turn a page, and there was something uh, that wasn't drawn by by a worker co- I still had to stop and just take it all in. And and speaking of the art it's it's absolutely fantastic
3: it yes is. sean phillips it's, level
0: it it is and it's it's um not as uh it, it's yes it is but it, it's i've i've enjoyed tom's work whether it was on the uh when, when he did the ages of atlas spinoff or the um he did the illustration pieces in the blonde which was a novel written by um dwayne straczynski uh the man is no joke and, and he's the things he does. And it just looks absolutely amazing. But the thing is, um, everything just, just works. And there's no, um, that the physics of it are all very real. Uh, there's, there, there was one part, um, where I thought there was a, an error, because I know that there was some time between issues um, so I thought maybe Hickman was jumping ahead to make it more um, in, in present day because for the most part the, the the present day story takes place in um, no, early November 2016 and um, the aside from the flashbacks everything's taking place then but issue I think it was four or five where the dates it was twenty seventeen which i I knew a year hadn't passed between issues but but then when I go back when, when I read the next issue um, we're back in twenty sixteen again, so that was because I'm paying such close attention to everything and I want to know you know if this is something that Dumas is going to talk about if this is something that uh that the someone is going to worry about a date then then i'm going to be drawn to it but the just the, the the politics of it all the characters uh who's backstabbing and 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 manipulating whom and and it the power plays it's a very um it would be a very dense and long mini series if this was going to be played out on um, on television but oh, as yeah. far as it is on the page and and what's nice about that is that you can then go back and and reread or or flip a few pages back to see if something was missed but i mean the the there are redacted interviews and i the the in the first issue there's the um there's the transcript of from the forums and and someone who wants to have a a website devoted to um to urban legends and uh whether or not they and, and and disproving them but manipulate it so that when someone wants a lie to be the truth, they can pay good money for that and because this website would be so um so renowned so so well thought of whatever they say, people would believe. So even if someone did pay to have a lie become true, um, people would believe it because why would this website ever report anything that, like WikiLeaks, if, if you could pay off WikiLeaks to make up shit. Right. Uh, I, I thought I got to the end of the sixth issue and I was bummed because I, I, I want more. I mean, that's when there's little things when, um, when Dumas and the, uh, and the doctor, the professor from, um, from Fordham are, 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 uh, are talking at the diner as they're having a conversation. And it's all very... Some of, some of the conversations you'd want to pretty much smack the person you're speaking with because they're not... Um, very few people play games in this book. And, and if, if uh, Dumas may try to... Uh, he'll, he'll try to get answers from someone... But he's not. He's he's going to talk to you like a regular person and and try to just make you feel comfortable. Whereas the professor's like, you know, just just come out and say what it is exactly. And and nobody's going to just answer Theo's question if he's just going to ask it like that. So he has to be very specific. And 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 that can be somewhat annoying. But I like the professor. And and while he's having this conversation with Theo, he's just an. Theo even brings him his coffee and says, you know, just like you said, you wanted it. You know, it's very sweet. But even as he's drinking it and he's talking to Theo, he's still adding more sugar to the to the cup. And I mean, and there's just there. It it could just be a bunch of Tom could have taken easy way out and just draw heads having conversations. But you get a lot. In a panel, and and if someone is needs to be doing something, whether it's it's you know putting a pen up to their lips or or, or pushing papers around or uh, straightening themselves up in their seat, it, it's it, it just makes it that much more more believable. It's not just lines on a page. There's a very um, there's a very realness to it, and because it is kind of because. Wall Street is a real thing, and 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 the markets are a very real thing. There are certain aspects of the story that make it very real and believable. I mean, magic aside, and and transporting from Russia to somewhere else, it's there are things that happen here where you may just stop and think and go, "Well, I wonder if." And to me, that means Hickman's done a fantastic job telling the story.
3: Yeah, and I love that. Uh, essentially, this is a prodigal daughter instead of son returning story as well, where Gregoria Rothschild, who's a twin sister of the murdered uh, Daniel Rothschild, I believe it gets to be Daniel. Um, they need to bring her back because he's dead and he wasn't supposed to be dead and she has to hold his seat now. But but we we've, but she's not exactly feeling it because they exiled her and made her leave her life as part of this and her life of comfort because the. Uh, generally the heir uh, in the family takes over the seat, but they were twins. So for a while, when it was just the Cana bank, they made an exceptional, let them share power. But when they merged with the Kankrin bank to become Cana Kankrin, as part of the restructuring, the Russians said, all right, cool. But like, you can't have these two people here. You got to pick one. And so um, everyone assumed Gregoria would be the one that held the seat because she was always the badass. Um, but homeboy basically, uh, betrayed his sister and took the spot and she went off and she took it like a champ. She went off and did her thing, but now she's back cause they need her and she's not doing it without a hefty price. She's basically, she's a bad bitch. She's, she's, she's going to take her pound of flesh if they want her back. And, um, you know, there's a lot about her. She's, she's young, and beautiful, but she should be much older. Uh, she, she hasn't aged much. And the other cool thing is that uh, she has a familiar named Abby, who is this beautiful, I mean, super hot, platinum short plat- hair, platinum blonde woman, or at least looks like a woman, um, who is in an all-white jumpsuit. And we we come to find out that the Rothschild – well, there lots of families have familiars, but the Rothschild family has had Abby for as long as they can remember. She's used different names over the years to uh, – I guess at least give the passing idea that she's a different person. Oh, okay.
0: See, I thought Abby was a descendant of Abigail. I didn't think that it was Oh, no, I
3: think it's the same. I I assumed it's the same person. I could be wrong about that, but I took it to be as she's always been around. Um, And she is basically almost, I I mean, I don't know if she's a familiar. I don't know if she's a demon. I don't know the extent of her powers, but she's essentially incredibly powerful. She's a mute. Um, And she bears undying loyalty to uh, whoever, I guess, possesses her. And in this case, she's been with Gregoria now for a long time. Um, but, uh, yeah, there's just so much to unpack with this book, I, I think. And, and, you know, Coker does a great job with the actual settings. Uh, he has to, He's challenged in this book. I mean, he has to – there are talking head scenes that he used to make compelling. There are lots of likenesses and references that he has to be consistent with. Um, and he does that. But the thing I love about this book, and that's why I compared it to Sean Phillips, even though there's a ton of different – "Quote unquote" average human beings in this book. Uh, as far as I can tell, Coker stays on model with everyone. They don't look like celebrities. They're not. He's not using poser and, and Photoshop. But he, but he's 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 drawing everyone to look exactly like they look in every single panel. Um, there's very little variance, and that's that's hella impressive. Um, and uh, yeah, I mean, you know, there's there's all kinds of blood sacrifices we see when they when the two units merge. Um, and and I'm getting, you know, I'm getting the sense that that all of this that's happening right now is presaging a massive, a massive financial crisis. Like, I think all of this is in motion because the plate tectonics are moving, and we're going to get to a thing that probably hasn't been seen since the Great Depression, is my guess. And uh, you know, is is, is Hickman sending a message there? Of course he is, but but it's one that's not too far off. I, I don't think it's it's these these things happen. The markets are cyclical, and 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 there are really tough times. And it's generally true that the longer the good times last, the more painful the bad times are. And he seems to be
0: heading us in that direction. There's a, um, one of the characters is introduced later in the uh, first six issues, but the uh, Dane I found, I thought was would just be, okay, you know, he's had a security or he's just, and he, he and he and do have a great conversation because Theo was trying to get a little bit more info on him how long have you been here? What did you do before here? And, and, uh, Dane's basically, the, the answers are very, um, somewhat sarcastic, but it's, um, they're set in a way where, uh, he'll ask him, you know, well, how long did you work there? He's like, well, I worked there until, you know, I started working here. But in the, in the sixth issue, it appears as though Dane is much older than he looks uh, because he participates in a coup that took place many, many years ago. Right. Um, and so there's definitely some some black magic going on. Uh, it be interesting to see if if Theo's um, if his ancestors, if anything that they taught him may, may come into play, but I, he's uh, mostly just uses that to maybe solve murders or, or, or but it's even that is a very subtle backstory because Theo had just come back from, uh, somewhat kind of a suspension. Uh, he ended up killing an unarmed man. Uh, turns out though that that unarmed man was actually a, uh, a serial killer, but no one ever really knows how Theo knew that. Um, and it, it's there're just some questions that so, so so Theo really doesn't have a partner he's kind of on his own whether or not anybody trusts him but uh, I there are a lot of characters in here and all of them feel like they've uh, like they've been fleshed out and you've been reading them for ages, not just these six issues it's it's been a um I don't know if the seventh, issues coming out anytime soon this has been i know the first trade the first four issues um have been collected uh the sixth issue kind of the way it ends with abby um and victor i I was a little bummed that that was the last page but it's um everything it it's everything picks up right where it left off from the previous issue. Everything is—it's uh, it, just a really well-told, nicely, tightly woven story.
3: Yeah, I love when they—they they arrest the Russian dude, and I get his name wrong. It's, it's Grigory, but I—they for killing hey. Daniel, um, and he's—you know—he's in the interrogation room, and the, the detectives are trying to go at him. And dude's just not having it. I mean, dude is like this OG Russian mobster. He, he's like he doesn't give a fuck about him, but—but but they're trying to go at him and. You know he 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 finally says all right I'm going to confess and and then he starts going on the soliloquy about about how he has wronged all these people and it it's the capper is that what he's telling them is he doesn't he doesn't ever tip and then they lose their fucking minds but he it's just I, I just I don't know I just think the dialogue is so sharp in this book um, I I I just picture Hickman with just. Flow charts on his walls, right? Like, just like, oh, yes. Yeah. Right? Just, just connecting all the dots uh, together. And I know we made that joke to him when he was on the show, and he, he disavowed doing things like that, but it's just hard for me to figure out that he can keep all of this in his head straight without copious amounts of mapping. Oh, it's insane. Now, I thought you read this, Vince.
1: I did read it.
3: Damn, were well, you now quiet you as well? fuck? quiet. Quiet as fuck?
1: Yeah, well, quiet, I didn't quiet, want... a cup it. of tea. I didn't want to interrupt number 1. Uh say that for me. Yeah, I I think it's a excruciatingly painful read but that doesn't I don't mean to imply that it wasn't enjoyable on some level. I I think the book is is far too close to the truth and it's it's extremely frightening to me that that mm-hmm. hick Hickman has tapped into the the uh I mean yes it, it's all done in 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 with concept and and characters and 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 quote make believe but he's dead on and a lot of stuff here that that the the god mammon has to be appeased and, and whether you, you consider mammon to be an actual physical entity or a concept, regardless of, of how you approach this thing, the results are the same. That there, there are events and instances in, in, in our lives that, that occur because this fictional construct, is it really, needs to be sated. And and Hickman is using that as a springboard for this entire narrative and it's just it's it's very disconcerting and, and extremely unpleasant to read, but it's not to say it's not well done. I, yeah. I, I I thought it was a great six issues, but I didn't enjoy reading them. It wasn't yeah. a pleasure it wasn't a pleasurable experience. It was a, a very scary, very um uh it's, it's it's not fun it, it well, it's it actually... interesting
3: yeah I think I think for me if if the market was crashing mm-hmm. now I wouldn't want to touch this I, would, <laughs> I wouldn't be able to I would be like no I can't, I can't read this right now. well but I understand if that too the but market, it... if the market's been calm and the market's been up I can read this because but you're right I think I think he is he shows a startling a startling understanding of the stakes and the magnitude of the power brokering that goes on at those levels, and it's while certainly the black magic and the sacrifices and the dark arts aren't a part of it, uh, if you if you exclude that, the 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 stakes and the willingness to kill people and the willingness to do things and the willingness to sacrifice millions of lives for the for the good of the bank are all. I mean, we just lived through it. I mean, two thousand eight was was the was the. Yeah. I mean, we that happened. I mean, in two thousand eight a select group of extremely wealthy men and women um, relied on their long-standing relationships and inextricable ties to the governments of the world to keep them rich at the expense of millions of other people and and i i don't that that is not a political statement that is not a that is not a conspiracy theory that is someone who both lived through it as a consumer and also a person who ran money, that's the reality. Uh, there are dozens of people that are currently billionaires, many of which are partners in the biggest financial firms in the world, including Goldman Sachs, that should be in jail. The evidence is there, it's undeniable, and instead they have gotten a lot wealthier over the last nine years of the recovery, <laughs> while the average American or the average person in the world has gotten no better off. So. You're right. That That is the reality. And, and, and you bring up okay. a good point. I totally get if someone starts reading this and says, nah, son. You know, I mean, listen, if, I mean, Dap, you, you know, you, you, you know, you lost, you lost your, you know, you had a, your issues with your home and stuff. I mean, I could see people just being like, nah, I can't, like, I don't watch Billy. I don't watch Billions, the TV show, because it's too close to home. It makes me uncomfortable. So I, I could see this book is putting off a lot of people. Uh, but like you, it. You, I, I find it
1: really terrifying that you discounted or briefly you know you 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 shunted aside the fact that yeah there's all this black magic stuff in here but it's really not you know it is it it, what what you do every day is ritual and and ritual is another word for you, you you're performing these little micro ceremonies every time you do something and sure. and you're you're projecting your will. You want to succeed, right? The other guy wants to make money.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Um, mm-hmm. And you want you want this bank to fail. You guys work magic every day.
3: Well, it, you you call it yeah, something right. else. No, you know what I'm saying. I'm saying yeah. you're right. I'm saying and, and it's it's a more interesting story to turn all of those machinations into actual black magic. I mean, that's right. That's the really delta here. If he just wrote a book about the banking system people would be bored as fuck and they'd say well i, I don't but, I've, I've lived it i don't need it so i i just think he's just taking the conceit and making it the real making it quote unquote real magic and that's but that's the only delta
1: but it is it it is real magic and this is where we're going to disagree but y- you you guys project your will out there and that's what magic is. It's it's a projection of the will. It's it's will over over all over over Well I'm reality. benevolent. I, I, I do nothing. Well, that's great, and I'm happy for that. But but there are people in this in your business that are not benevolent. Oh, a lot of them. And and that could be. Um, it is. Uh, that is black magic
3: where you yeah, get no, enough no. you you get enough it people It sounds like you're trying to suggest that we disagree. I'm not saying No, we no, no. At I all. I know
1: we don't disagree, but what yeah. I'm saying is Hickman is a canny motherfucker. He he is a brilliant, extremely perceptive man. He's taking what we all know or what we all assume and giving it back to us in a in a fictional construct that's not fiction at all. There's no fiction in this thing at all. The 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 names and And dates and beings have been changed to protect the, you know, the 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 whole spiel. But this thing is what what he is giving us is entirely real, and that's why it's so scary. Because people, they're going to say, "Oh, magic!" You know, magic. Yes, it does. It exists. It, It does. And and this is, this is, it's 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 very unpleasant to read because of the fact that it's so it hits so close to home. For me, being mm-hmm. a, a student of this stuff, you working in the business—I mean, there there were pages that I almost couldn't read. <laughs> um. Yeah, it it touches, uh, it hits a very very uh, exposed nerve, and it's it's hard it's it's hard because there's a guy out there who gets it, and it's Hickman, and he's trying to give it to us, and he's he's putting this book in front of us, and he's saying, see. This is how it is. This is how it really is. And, there, and then there's, you, there's a whole group of people that are approaching this as a work of fiction. They're like, "Oh man, that Hickman's great. He's got me coming back for every issue." It, this is real. It's, it, and it's fucking terrifying <laughs> that that people would think that it's not real. It is. Read the fucking book. It's it's deeply, deeply disturbing. I hate yeah, him. Yeah, I, I hate him for doing this because he's got me. Um, yeah, he's. I, I'm completely uh, controlled by, by Hickman on, in this book. The the graphic design. It's. I think it's it's. It's his language, right? We've right. seen it on, on nightly news and and every book since. That's that's the language in which Hickman speaks, the best but i think the 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 sigils and the 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 all the the, the black and white bric-a-brac that oh the
3: symbology and the yeah. yeah
1: i think it's overkill it may and and i i i love it but i think that may push the average reader away like what the hell is all this stuff they look like equations and they are in, in a sense but they are though yeah they are yeah. equations right but that yeah. that's going to that's a little bit too much work for the the average reader, and I think that's going to do him a disservice in the long run.
3: It's an interesting point. I would love to hear our readers that have checked this out, whether they thought it was a slog, did they get through it? Because I do think you have to be in the right mindset. It is work. It is oh, work yeah. to, to read the text sure. pieces, especially as 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 Dap mentioned briefly. There's a lot of stuff that's faux-redacted you know so yes. you only get a couple I of words on the page and, and and I love that I think that's brilliant yeah. but it is like a puzzle it's very much like a puzzle yeah. and and you have to spend the time you have to be in the mood yep. this this is this is a book that um, a single issue of this book will take you an an hour to to parse through i oh, mean, pretty if much. if you're going to yeah. get through right and which is the average book. comic is a 10 12 minute read these days so right. it's and and you I guess you could skim through it and read the dialogue, but then I you know what I have to tell you if if you just read this in ten minutes I'm guessing you hated it and didn't keep reading it because it just, I don't think then you're getting what you need to get out of it totally if not. You,
1: if yeah. you don't if you're not in the same room with this book meaning you're you are completely you have divested yourself of everything external but this book you're not gonna you're not gonna get it there's there's yeah. too yeah. much That's information
0: mm-hmm. it, it's it's not the book you sit in the car and read waiting no. for your kid. Right. To come back. Exactly. Right. Yes. exactly well not, yeah. you you're not going to you are definitely going to sit there and, and when I read the first issue, issue and a half, almost two issues, I wasn't I wasn't in the mood. And and I just I thought it was either just a little bit too much or it it's it, it would be too much work. Don't have time for it right now. Um it it is a book where I think you kind of have to be in the mindset. And if anybody else was like us where, you know, we read it, ain't feeling it, and, and just whatever, put it off to the side. If you still have the issues, reread them again and and uh, just see if maybe you're in a different place. And, and um, yeah, if, I know, if, you know, you're... Go ahead.
1: No, no, no. Go ahead. I, you go. I'm just going to add something to that. But I could do it later. Keep going. No, no.
0: Go ahead. Do it now. I'm gonna, no, uh,
1: I was just going to say, if you have bought the six single issues of the the Black Monday murders, and you didn't like them. I'll buy them from you because <laughs> I I am in the single issue mood you right are. now. And I want these as single issues because they're they're individual. Each issue is an individual. It's a spell. If yeah, it they it is, and and um the 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 trade is is like an after the
0: fact uh See, I wouldn't even want to I tra- I I'd, I'd, I'd wait for the um for me I I would want a an, over, a an east of west style hardcover version yeah of this. I, I, I,
1: I I I want the singles on this so and, and you don't you don't the want them are, send them to the, me I'll buy them
0: the <laughs> the, the the singles are I think it's easier to digest. I think you. I think it's an. E- this is you know we we talk about stories where you know you you binge on them. You, it, it's nice to read them in a a few issues at a time because the story is telling. This is a book that you even if you did have a collection, I think you would stop just to catch your breath a little bit. You as much mm-hmm. as 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 because it is a puzzle as much work as it is. I don't think there's a benefit if you read a bunch of issues. In a row, in one sitting, you need to you need that break. So yeah, I I I, I like that Vince is on the single issue train again. And this is one story where where I think that is definitely a benefit. Um, I would not call it, this it,
1: book entertainment. It's it's not entertainment. I mean, if you if you found be, it I entertaining, mean, it. yeah, if if you found it entertaining, great. But I think there's more going on here than just hickman occup uh occupying your time he he's he's instructing he's he's uncovering yeah. i i think yeah. he's 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 educating so um th- he's this, de- know, he pulling the back the Trans- veil yeah
3: right which 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 i thought was the weakest of his prior efforts because it was very focused on like biotech and the companies becoming public and the share price and everything And i just thought it it likely if it lost me, it probably lost most people because I'm the one that lives that life. Um, and to me, this is like, this is that same level of care and detail about the financial world, but in a way that's so much more elegant and nuanced and emotional and visceral. Um, you know, I, I, I we've had the good fortune of speaking to him on many occasions. I, I need to ask him now that I've read this and I wish I had read this before heroes. Um, how he knows so much about the financial markets i don't know if if he's in a, if he's an investor just as a hobby if he's got a really good broker if his family was involved I, I need to know because this is not a guy that's um just googling what a bank is like or what a financial market is right. like right there's
1: there's there's experience on these pages yeah and
3: it okay. could just be that he's a conspiracy theorist and he thinks it's, but he's evil he incarnate
1: he's what? so friggin' smart though
3: he is well you're and so friggin' smart. You think it's uh
1: evil incarnate. I'm number one, I I'm not so friggin' smart. I'm 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 just I'm I'm very wary of, of the stuff on this page. On on all the pages of this book because it's Isn't it funny that we're he's he's dabbling in, in and doing this all
3: these years and I do this for a living, doesn't that isn't that strange? I try not to think of that. So funny, really?
1: Yeah. Yeah. Because huh. Isn't that hard? No, because I love you so much, it makes it easy. <laughs> I mean, it, it it brings you happiness. I know. I know you do it as a means to an end. Like it's not your right. calling. Sure, you sure. y- you didn't flop out of the womb thinking, man, I'm going to be a hedge fund manager. You know. Right. Uh, so that it doesn't change my opinion of you. It doesn't color my opinion mm-hmm. of you. It's oh, your brain. True. It's your brain that I love. But but no, mm-hmm. I, I I think the things that are going on in in Black Monday murders are are dangerous and they're real and they're happening outside our window and in in detailing them he's doing us a service but this is really a horror story (laughs) it's a it's a very blood-curdlingly curdlingly real horror story
3: well let's let's play our let's put our caps on and make a prediction for how this ends i see it as ending in one of two ways one this is just continuing to build and build and build towards a great economic apocalypse, yeah. um, and the powers that be. All of these guys, some some survive, some don't. But ultimately, some group of them, whether it be Gregoria and her crew or whoever, end out end up okay at the expense of of as in all cycles, most of the world. Or it's a happy ending where guys like Dumas and the professor are on to it this time and somehow intervene in a way that these families that have essentially been in power at the expense of these economic cycles for generations are finally having to pay the price and they're the ones that take the brunt of the pain uh, and and the world is saved for it Which do you think which direction do you think it goes
0: i don't think it's going to be the latter i think it's going to be the former it's yeah i mean i would like it to be the latter but i can i i don't um
2: uh-uh.
0: I, I think it might feel a little out of place if if Hickman designed a happy ending for this. It's true. Um, as, well, if, as much if as we if, all want them to.
1: No, if if art imitates life, and it, it it often does, just like Jason began the the introspective look into this book with the fact that there are all these bankers out there that fucked over a lot of people, and they are they have yeah. they've escaped justice. I I I think this book is going to be more of the same. These these people are going to get off. Uh, they're going to they're going to change, somewhat subtly, somewhat you know unsubtly, but they will remain what they've always been in different forms. I just don't think anything. It's going. It's they're It's not going to amount to a hill of beans. Just like it is there in we real
3: go. Life. Yeah well i'm glad you read it i mean i'm, I'm glad that uh i was worried I, that we were talking for a while and you were stone solid and i thought you were just saving it up to uh tell us no. that you thought it was terrible so
1: no, oh my god how could you ever read these issues and think
3: they're terrible that's they're Why? not like, i mean uh, listen i mean i wouldn't be surprised if a lot of people read this and it wasn't their cuppa though but the 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 the, the craft is there this, this oh is no that, that no for sure i mean yeah no, I mean it, you, it
1: may you, not be you,
3: you
1: your cup of tea like you said, but there's no denying that the, the all parties that are coming to to sit down at this table are incredibly skilled at what they do.
0: No, for sure. For sure. I, I I'm just I'm, I'm, looking, at, like, I'm looking at the am looking I at mean, and, and, and yeah, you're just...
1: you're breaking up totally. Yeah. I I can't hear a word you're saying.
0: Please. Uh, um, uh, just, just just Tom's art is absolutely stunning. I think they great. they're great. they these two work really really well together. That's I heard that completely and clearly. Go yeah, go ahead, cool.
1: Yeah, so uh, no, seriously about the single issue stuff. I'm not lying. If if you got them, and you don't want them. I'll buy them or trade something for them. I I need this in single issues because again, I'm late to the damn party. I'm just going to start ordering all image first issues, and by the time the third issue comes out, and I'll decide if I want them or not. That's that's just the way to do it, I think, and that's the way I approached it back in the day when 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 Saga and Chew. And and all those books were new. An image number one came down the pike. You ordered it. You didn't even think of it. And but just then there was a period when they had a bunch of books that I didn't really want to read. Now it seems like they're they're back on that track again. Maybe it's just me. I do tend to change.
0: You I do don't know. I, I don't know
1: if you've noticed that. I do.
3: Mm-hmm.
1: All right. Let's talk about something else.
3: Yeah, something
1: something happy. Uh I don't have happy, but I have Oof. I have um a book with more traditional evil. Okay. Speak on it. All right. Written by Mr Roberto Aguirre Sacasa. Oh. Illustrated Sabrina. by Robert Yeah, Robert Hack. Uh it is the chilling adventures of Sabrina, number seven. And I gotta preface it with spoilers. Clearly, if you, if, if you for
3: your, for your co-host as well. Oh really? Oh, it's <laughs> fine, dude. I, the, the no, way this, I the way this, dude. No, no, no. Listen, the way this book goes, it's gonna be what a year and a half until we get the next trade. Bobby uh, Gucci, dude. I will forget about this. All right. Well, no, I,
1: I I can go into this issue and not spoil the big thing. Okay. So, so I, 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 the the issue number, uh, what I say, seven, is a chronicle of Edward Spellman's rise to prominence. And and we we know that uh, Edward Spellman is Sabrina's father. This is the man that um, manipulated a mortal woman. Didn't really have a whole lot of concern for her well being. He he just used her like an old. Um, Kleenex and uh, with the sole purpose of producing um, an offspring And, and it, it, this chronicles Edward Spellman's rise in the ranks of the, the warlocks the witches um, He's he's an incredibly cunning uh, Man from from the get-go he knew his limitations he in the beginning of this thing, he's um, he conjures his first demon when he was seven years old, and uh, that's a big deal, right? But uh, he the, because he's done this, he he, he attracts the notice of um, Father Constant, and uh, Father Constant sees all the things he could do. He's summoning all these these friggin mid level and and high level demons he 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 gets this one called Volac the high president of hell and it's this giant freaking dragon with this angel baby riding on the back and the angel baby has black soulless eyes and it's it's amazing um and and he's uh he sub uh summons Beelzebub lord of the flies and it's a giant fly with a with a half human face and it's <laughs> incredibly, incredibly uh disturbing but but it goes on and on and and father Constance says, all right, we've seen what you can do uh let's let's put your money where your mouth is i I want you to summon Lucifer, the big dude, and Spellman actually summons lucifer satan summons satan
3: would it be satan
1: um or or does he and uh yes uh, bum, bum. The, I, i'll leave it at that but um okay. it's it's a great issue there's 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 a lot of um i'm surprised that archie is is dropping their pants so to speak and and letting it all hang out with with this horror stuff because this is really disturbing um raw visceral Uncompromising, like horror. Um, there's nudity in the book, not explicit nudity. There's there's sex. When when have you seen someone backdooring someone else in an Archie book? Uh, never,
3: right? Oh, I need to get in on this issue with the quickness.
1: Oh, yeah, um, I mean, and and there's it. There's no bones about it. There's the devil walks through the, the pages of this book, um, mm-hmm. and a lot of people are going to call foul on me because I'm I'm. I'm um complimenting Robert Robert Hack on his artwork. On the one hand and on the other hand, we condemn the uh, a certain artist who works on the X-books for their reliance on photo reference. Greg Land? Yeah. Well, you know, I didn't want to unearth old corpses, but yeah, we we <laughs> jump on Greg Land okay. because we say he uses a lot of photo reference. Robert Hack uses a shit ton of photo reference mm-hmm. in the beginning of the book. Uh, young Edward Spellman is clearly Butch Patrick from the Munsters. Huh. Uh, okay. He he he's clearly Eddie Munster, and and then uh-huh. as as the story goes on, um, he becomes Steve Reeves. But the, I, I I overlook the the Eddie Munster thing and the Steve Reeves thing because they're they're they were active in genre films but mm-hmm. it's funny that this huge massively important warlock is compared to eddie munster right i i may be just like pulling out a little bit and 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 being more lenient to one than the other because one dabbles in horror and the other one works on the x books but i think it's cool that the the big bad and in, in Chilling Adventures of Sabrina may have started off as Eddie Munster. It's it's in the wheelhouse, right? Where in that's yeah, it, pretty cool actually. It is. It is, where you get like a porn star in the, the role of of the white queen. It's just one is 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 conceptually uh, sound, the other one is just opportunistic stop motion. Look at that. It's a pretty woman. She can be my white queen. You know what I mean? Uh, But it's his layouts that are gorgeous. Uh, I I think the color um, that Robert Hack uh, lays down is incredibly underrated. It's all um, on a certain arc of the color wheel. It, It works really well, and it's very dark and disturbing. And reds and yellows and browns and earth tones and ochres and very little else. If you go through this entire issue, issue seven, you would be hard pressed um, if it wasn't on the first or the last page. No, just the last page. There's no blues in here. There's no greens. Well, I'm sorry. There is a blue. But it's incredibly... Autumnal, the color palette, and that's that's very mm-hmm. fitting. It's very fitting for this book. I just said there's a lot of of craft going into this Sabrina book, and I got the Moritat cover.
3: So, oh, nice.
1: Yeah, dude, I'm not going to get the Moritat cover. Give me a break. Um, but if you like horror, and and you want to get rattled to your core with something that shouldn't be like it shouldn't be this this shouldn't be coming from Archie, but it is. And and we're all the better for it. Read uh, Chilling Adventures of Sabrina. And then maybe we could talk about it once you get the big old reveal from the previous storyline that my buddies didn't finish yet. But
3: speaking of Moratat... It's a shock. And this does sound excellent. Yeah. Did you see the first issue of Sheena?
1: Why, is it out? The,
3: the zero issue?
1: I ordered the physical copy of it, so no, yeah, I didn't I mean get too. it yet.
3: Oh my god,
1: dude. That's you mean it's is good?
3: I need i need more more attaching <laughs> in my life. <laughs> I couldn't it's... begin
1: it
3: I couldn't begin to tell you if the story made any sense whatsoever because I didn't even read the words. <laughs> oh wow. my god.
1: So you got your physical issue?
3: Zero issue.
1: You got it in your box. Got it. Nice.
3: Dude. He draw. He was meant to draw her.
1: I can't wait to get my my copy.
3: Oh, At it's en- it's, incre- it's incredible.
1: At the end of the month. So, and there you go. So, it comes from dime dynamite. So, it is possible to have a a beautiful looking
3: dynamite book. It is. It is indeed.
1: It happened in the past. It'll happen again.
3: Word.
1: All right. If we have no further business, we can bring it on home. Do we have further business? You guys have a lot on your list that you haven't talked about. <laughs> you want me to call some we stuff do. out?
3: Sure. Why? Yeah, that could be a fun game. Because I All have right. a lot of shit that's just lingering. Why don't you uh, yeah. throw something out? Yeah, go ahead.
1: Dude. All right. Here's the deal. I don't want to talk about these because I particularly <laughs> didn't didn't like them. But I would like to hear you talk about them. Uh, and okay. You both have All Star Batman, uh, up to at least number eleven on your on your list. I enjoyed the the, uh, um, G- the first the, story, the Two Face. Yeah, I enjoyed that, but I thought Jock's work was incredibly uh, not good.
0: I did not care for that Mister Free story. Now,
1: yeah. So why don't you talk about it, All Star Batman?
0: Um. Well. It- Uh, I'm up to number 12, and I believe that particular story, the first ally, ends in another issue or two. So um, as far as that story, which is primarily um, Alfred uh, helping Bruce, who uh, it's also a story involving Hush, it's drawn by Raphael Albuquerque, and it is yes. gorgeous. Yes. Oh, really? It is some stunning fucking work. Yes, it oh. is absolutely phenomenal. Um, awesome. Dude! Now, what I issue does that start in? It's maybe eight or so? Oh, wait, hold on. <laughs> yes, um, okay. It is number 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 ten. So 10, 11, 12. So the first three parts are those three issues. Um and it's uh there's it, even even the colors, man, it it's 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 gorgeous because Jordy does the colors naturally. But um It just looks absolutely fantastic. And and there's a uh So it's it's Alfred and, and Batman working together. The backup story for this particular for, for, for this arc isn't really vibing with me. Um Batman goes undercover in, in Russia to become a infiltrated gang and it's just it's it's I and, think and that's Raphael, that's
3: written by Raphael, yeah. Yeah. And, and uh Raphael Scavone with uh Sebastian Fiumara on art.
0: Yes, the, some of the art, especially with um with Princess Vic, uh isn't bad, but I just I'm not really in love with that. Um particular story the i definitely though recommend people read the first ally for the albuquerque this story before that which takes place between the two-face and uh the first ally is the ends of the earth which um snyder works with it that that story that started off with jock and mr freeze snyder then works with um other artists through um, each part of the uh, of the story, because I think the issue after that is by um, uh, is drawn by um, Lotte um, Tula Tula Lotte. Thank you, um, and that deals and and that the billiness of that issue is um, is poison ivy. So it's all. Yeah. It's all part of, um, so, so, so that, that virus, that, um, that bacteria that, that freeze, let loose, um, Batman is trying to, uh, stop it from doing much harm. Uh, so each issue has a different villain, uh, and is, is drawn by a different artist. Uh, Cameron Coley does an issue, uh, and I believe it wraps up with, um, yeah it it ends with um with jock um so jock comes back for to finish it but that that one i wasn't really feeling and i was about to just say i'll leave all-star batman alone but then i saw the first issue of, of the third arc and and it was by albuquerque so i was really would have been dumb for me to leave at that point
3: now nah, you're speaking on it exactly as i would i i thought that the uh that extended second arc was like, all right, I mean, it was okay. But I think that, um, the thing that, that, uh, this series isn't done any favors because, um, you know, Snyder and Capullo were so synonymous with, with Batman for so long. And then he quote unquote leaves Batman so that Tom can take over and then announces that he's coming back to Batman. But it's this all-star Batman where he's going to be able to tell, uh, out of continuity stories of his own, want with all these great artists that he's going to pair himself up with and while that technically has been true um, and maybe it's because their they're own stories but it just hasn't felt as impactful or meaningful as what's going on in the pages of Batman um, and look I mean that could be because we we love Tom and he's a friend and He's on this transcendent run, and so, you know, maybe it's an unfair comparison, but I don't know. I, I've, I've not—I haven't felt—these these stories haven't blown me away, even in comparison to Schneider, many of Schneider's arcs on Batman proper. So, yeah, I'm not sure what to make of it, but I will say that in most cases, jock aside, the art's been on point. And Albuquerque especially. I mean, that's my shit. So.
0: Yeah, I, I, I totally agree with that.
3: Yeah, I like that game, Vince.
0: Yes, yeah. next.
1: I could do it again. Cross that shit right off my list.
0: That's, That's it. it.
3: Nice. All right, go ahead and bring something else up.
1: Okay. Um, I'm trying to see what you have in common. That that uh, ah, uh, boy. Well. David doesn't have Astonishing X Men.
0: And uh I believe I don't know if it was on air or, or off air. <laughs> it was
3: not on air.
0: Okay, yeah, where I, I asked if I should read it so we can team on it and I was basically told not it's good.
1: Oh, okay. <laughs> I don't know, there's there's really nothing Oh, shirtless bear fighter. Oh. Okay. Speak
3: on it. Well, thought the first issue was very clever, very fun thought the second issue was been there done that
0: yeah I kind of agree with that I mean there were still some some cute moments but overall I think the uh, what made the what made it so special what made us really amped up for the concept um, all happened in the first issue yeah wow. I think when you
3: when you shoot your wad like that and you have such a crazy setup with it it you either have to continue to get crazy and give me totally new stuff, that boggles my mind, or I'm going to fall, or I'm going to fall short. It, it it just was a rehash of a lot of the same jokes, and they lost their charm. It's you know it's it's like watching um, a slapstick comedy, right? And you watch it and you laugh, and you leave the theater and you think, oh, I'm I'm a, I'm better for watching that movie. Then it comes on the DVR and you're like, oh my god, I love this movie so much. (laughs) And you put it on again and you're like, oh yeah, oh yeah, oh yeah. Because you know all the jokes are coming and it's just not... The lack of the spontaneity of the silliness makes it just not funny. And that's what this felt like to me. Now there are plenty of movies you can rewatch a hundred times and laugh. But this just felt one
0: note to me. So
3: so much so that I, I have no intention of
0: reading the third issue. Yeah, I don't know if I will either. Well, I'm not playing
1: this game ever again. <laughs> <laughs> what the fuck?
0: Right? <laughs> Man, that's like the fourth time you said fuck tonight. It's great.
1: Shit, I'm done. I Well, I didn't read the second issue and
3: now I have very little reason to. Well, I'll throw a little haterade on Astonishing X-Men real quick. <laughs> uh, so... it's really astonishing X-Men the conceit of that is Marvel decided that uh, since since DC gets to have Scott Snyder doing All-Star Batman they should have one of their superstars do a similar thing and so they announced to the world that superstar writer Charles Soule is going to get to do his own X-Men book to which I had to hit the pause button and say on what planet is Charles Soule a superstar writer that said the book is for better or for worse Charles Soule telling an X-Men story with a revolving door of high-end artists now they get the first issue right, artistically. Jimmy mm-hmm. Chung. Jimmy mm-hmm. Chung locks it down. I would be happy to own pages from this issue, even though I thought the story was the same X-Men story we've seen a hundred times. Um, the second issue came out today, and Mike Diodato does the art. So it's like, you had me with Chung. <laughs> I'm willing to overlook that Soul is a pedestrian writer, but now you're going to throw Diodato at me with issue number two. I'm out.
0: Uh
3: Peace and love.
1: Thank you all for listening. I hope you come back no, next dude. week. We, we, no, we'll bring, we'll bring it up. i got a great inner travels. Okay. Well, um, as usual, this here shindig has been sponsored by Discount Comic Book Service, DCBService.com. One more time, DCBService.com, where you can get your books, get them fast, get them delivered right to your door for a, a teeny tiny fraction of that cover price. Uh, from DC, it's Batman and the Shadow, the Murder Geniuses hardcover, twelve dollars and forty nine cents. Eugenic number one from Boom by James Tinian the Fourth and Eric Donovan, two dollars and ninety nine cents. And from Scout Comics, it's Infernoct number one, two dollars and nineteen cents in your travels I'm gonna go over here and get the book I got this in my last box and uh, if not for the dcB discount I would not have ordered this book because the cover price is 799 now for a for a floppy i I think that's a lot to ask but we got it for for half off boys pants and for four bucks it was worth it. It was published by IDW, it is a one shot um that was written, drawn, and lettered by Stan Sakai and it was colored by Tom Luth. It is teenage mutant ninja turtles usagi yojimbo. Oh nice a- and it was it was delightful it was it was it was i was um what 15 20 years younger and usagi was uh running around with my favorite uh turtles buddies and uh i had a bunch of action figures on my shelf and one of them was uh usagi yujimbo and there was a space usagi and it, it just was like a nice little uh all the feels way back machine to the, uh, the
0: playmates issue uh Figures, right?
1: Yeah. yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I love that, Yusagi. It's great. Um, but this is was a lot of fun. Uh, brought to life by a master cartoonist. I think that's safe to say. Nobody's going to laugh at me when I call Stan Sakai a master, because he is. Sensei brings it. And uh but it, it like I said, seven ninety nine cover price. If you can find this issue inexpensive, inexpensively, I suggest you do so because it's well worth the uh the effort.
3: Nice.
0: Yeah. Oh man. Um in your travels um Yeah, we kinda of went through some stuff. You know what? Um well this th- th- this might just seem like duh but um what the hell I read Mage the hero of the night number 1 Oh and shit I you better think, you um, better
1: not undersell that you should just say No nah, hey, dude hey, go, I
0: thought we were going to go deep on this then yeah. that's my new travels get it read it we'll talk next week Okay.
3: All right, I was gonna say this is too too near and dear to your heart, I think. To
0: yeah, no, I can't. I'm yeah, this is right, like you said, uh, I will we'll, we'll go deep. All right,
3: cool. Um, this has been a strange year in the sense that I feel like we talk about Batman like every week, yes, yeah. And I'm gonna talk about some more Batman
2: Woo, nice.
3: in your travels. Uh, last week I believe it, it came out the week this last week or the week before uh, it was in my one of my DCBS shipments I don't remember if it was the last one or the one before that but it is um, it's a deluxe edition hardcover from DC oh,
0: is, oh. Huh? no <laughs> uh, wait wait
3: it is Batman by Brian Azzarello and Eduardo Risso. it is the collection of all of the Batman related stories that uh, those two have done together and I bought this because I am an unabashed uh, fan of Azzarello and Risso, and I don't think when I looked at this I had read any of the content except for one story, which I will touch on. Um, but it's uh, it's not an overly large collection. It's, uh, I think, uh, 230-some pages. Um, and it collects as follows. And it's pretty cool. They do it in chronological order, uh, which I think is... A smart way to do it. So it uh, collects the story, Scars, which was a short story presented in Gotham Knights back in 2000. It uh, then reprints Broken City. Oh, yes. Parts one through five and the conclusion. So six issues from Batman proper, 620 to 625. Then we get the three issues of uh, Night of Vengeance, part one, two, three, which are from Flashpoint Batman. Night of Vengeance, uh, 2011, uh, and then last but so, actually, you know what's interesting? So they don't publish it. Chronicles to Order, because the last story is uh, Batman, published in Wednesday Comics, numbers one through twelve from 2009. So, which we talked about back when it came out. Um, it's 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 interesting collection for a lot of reasons. First of all, uh, Scars is, is a tiny short story. It's in black and white, and it is at the absolute at the the crux of when these guys were crushing it on a hundred bullets. So it looks like a hundred bullets. It feels like a hundred bullets. It's almost as if, what if Batman lived in the hundred bullets world? Um, it's a, it's again, it's a tiny short story, uh, one and done and you're out. Then broken city, which I assume by David's. Yes. He's read it and enjoyed it. Uh, I, I had the issues right here. Ah, uh, cool. Um, I had not read this, and I am the better man for it for having read it. This is in color,
0: which uh is something we don't get to see with Rizzo often enough. Well, what's cool mm-hmm. is that um one hundred bullets took six months off so Brian and Eduardo could bring the entire one hundred bullets crew, including Clem, Dave Johnson on Colors, yeah. on covers, covers and and Patty, uh, and, and Patty Mulville. Yeah. yeah. So um it was the entire team and it was um I like the covers. But yeah, that this was these six issues and then the next issue after it was um I think when Hush started so that's when um Logan came on. But yes. Oh um, nice. So this is right
3: sorry. before Hush? Yes. Okay, cool. Um dude, I mean, you guys know, I I when Rizzo draws women, I I want to pass out. I, I I can't handle the way he draws women. I mean it's like when Batman walks in looking for uh for Angel Lupo and, and Margot's in the bed. I mean forget it, dude. Yeah. Forget it. She is an absolute vision. She is a straight up vision. Um but yeah, it was a cool story, man. It uh I guess spoilers are okay, right? I mean it's a it's a almost decade old uh, uh but you know, Batman's on the case. He's he's trying to solve a murder of a woman. Um, he thinks Killer Croc did it, and uh, he 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 interrogates uh, the Penguin. He interrogate uh, interrogates Scarface, uh, who's creepy as fuck. By the way, I haven't read much Scarface over the years, but uh, that's a creepy idea for a villain. Um, <laughs> but uh, it's yeah, it's, it's 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 it was. I loved it. I thought it was great. Um, like you said, David, it's it's so evocative of. of of the hundred bullets it's got the whole team and um uh you know i I just i thought that uh it was a batman story i mean i laughed a little bit because there were so many versions of the pearls falling onto the ground yep um i mean like (laughs) like they hit that home and i know seemingly every every artist has to has to do a pearl scene but uh but but that said i thought it was a cool who done it um the, the actual who done it was plausible they introduced us to some new villains and i'm wondering did, did fat man and little boy ever make an appearance again
0: i want to say they they did show up somewhere but nothing that um, jumps out at me okay
3: but uh, yeah but it was it was it was a terrific little arc of a story and then um and then the the um the night of vengeance was a trip uh have you read that david
0: um yes i i um i ended up going back and read it i got the gist um i read the first issue because i think we were mostly reading some of the flashpoint stuff and then all oh, right um i kind of paused it and then I, I i did find out what the big reveal was um but i didn't i eventually did did go back and and finish it
3: Right, so that's the thing. I mean, this is an Elseworlds tale, for better or for worse, as were most Flashpoint stuff. It was an alternative history, and um, in, this, in this history, Bruce is killed, and Thomas takes the mantle of the bat, which has been done before. So the conceit, what makes this a different story, uh, and I'm going to spoil it, so for those of you that haven't read this from six years ago but still plan on it, then you can fast-forward, is that uh, the Joker... Who is drawn to look exactly like Heath Ledger by Rousseau
2: mm-hmm.
3: is in fact Martha. So Bruce's death fractured them both in very different ways. It drove Bruce to be the bat. I'm sorry. It drove Thomas to be the bat and it drove Martha insane. And she became the Joker. Now I'm not so beholden to the Batman mythos that that bothers me. Um, uh, I thought it was quaint. I have to tell you, until I realized it was Martha, I was pretty bored by the story because I thought, like, oh god, I've seen a mil- How many? How many more times can I see uh, a, a Batman fighting the Joker? And on top of it, I wasn't loving that they were drawing the character. He drew the character to look like Heath Ledger. Um, but then when I realized that it was not only that the Heath Ledger character looked like it was actually a woman and it was Martha, then I got. Then I thought, okay, all right, you got me. That's an interesting twist. An Nelson World's Tale, um, for sure. Uh, and then the last part is the Wednesday Comics, uh, which we uh, we know we all we all enjoyed. I, I didn't think it was a great Batman story when it came out. I thought it looked great, but I, I didn't think it was an earth shatteringly good um, Batman story. But uh, and I will say that if if I have one criticism of this book, it's that the uh, since it's a, a traditional sized hardcover, um, the reprint of the Wednesday Comics is kind of busted because it's meant to be oversized. Uh, yeah. So you get. I mean, you know, you're getting these these pages with 15 panels in some cases um, on on an average size comic page when it's supposed to be newspaper sized page. So, um, but overall, the the collection is is terrific. If you're a Risso fan, this is a must have. Uh, this is, I think, the only Risso work um, that I didn't have on my shelf. So now I do. Nice.
0: I was. Uh I was mistaken. It was um, I always reverse that. It was uh, Hush and then Broken City. Oh, okay. Yeah, so this came after Hush. Yes. Oh, that's a tough act to follow. Wow. Yeah. Well, Vince would say no,
3: but well, I just mean no. I mean, Hush was was massively um, hyped. My yeah. Point. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. It I was think... received.
0: It was yeah overrated. Uh, was I think the word you're looking I would for say us. yeah. I would probably say it was overrated it was I mean it was it was, it was Loeb and Lee working together um, I enjoyed the story uh, I didn't read it at the time as it was coming out but um, I definitely think that it was it was way overhyped
3: I liked it but I think that the reason to like it or not like it is that it was Jim Lee getting to draw every single Batman character and villain that he that he could think of Yeah. and so if, if, if you're a Jim Lee acolyte which many people in our generation are that probably is as hella cool as it gets if you're just in it for the story it, it was a Batman story I don't think it was a bad Batman story but I don't think it was it doesn't belong to be it doesn't belong to be up there with some of the other things that they've done absolute copy you know collections of true that true that
1: my brother alright everybody hey thank you for being here with us once again we implore you to please come back next week because David it will start frothing at the mouth and throwing things and kicking all kinds of stuff um, in the meantime come to our Facebook page or find us on the Twitter or go to 11 o'clock dot com uh, visit our Patreon Page Jason, where can they do that?
3: Www.patreon, which is p a t r e o n. dot com slash eleven o'clock comics. Nice, uh, and in the meantime, say good
1: night.
2: Uh,
0: <laughs> David. Oh, yes. Nice cut off. Good wow. night.
1: David, wow! I don't know. Oof. I think you're, Oof. I think you're cheating. I think
3: you were a minute man there. <laughs> it's a pre- premature exclamation.
0: Oof. What's
3: going on?
1: Just come back next week. We'll be here waiting for you. All the comments. Wow! Well, yeah. And who knows if the uh, the Patreon thing pans out you may be getting it a lot quicker than you think you're going to get it
0: <laughs> it's, um, it's a lot <laughs> you never know that's right you never know
3: it's, you need to keep them wanting they listen to you I, and they know that you're dying to do a 6th episode
1: oh I would do it every damn day
3: Every <laughs> 25 G's a month that's all we're asking
1: did you guys see that the um, cover a day thing I started that up.
3: Talk on, the on pa- it on the well, Patreon. Maybe
0: if uh, someone read Slack,
3: was that? Well, more importantly, since our re- our listeners
1: don't have Slack, speak on it. Well, what I'm doing is, I'm um, taking a uh, books from my personal collection. They may not all be comics, but they all are um, illustration and uh featuring works from artists that have worked either in or on uh comics, meaning the interiors and or the covers and I'm just throwing up scans of books every single day i uh, I'll give you a vintage cover, maybe a little bit of commentary uh hey, this is the cover artist he also worked on this, or he later did this book, you know, like just putting it in some kind of context. And it's just a little bit of uh, eye candy for you every single day. And you can only get that uh, through our Patreon thing. How's that? Did I sell it?
0: Sell the hard. hard Hardcore.
1: Well, I don't want to do any hard selling. Oh, look. E-Man. I'm looking at E-Man. Mm-hmm. On the the Slack. Aw. Yeah, so so come to our, our Patreon thing and enjoy. Uh, just have fun with us because that's what all this is about. Come back next week. We'll be here waiting. Mm. We'll have some beer or hot drinks or whatever you need. Just come back. Bye.
3: Right. Peace.
2: Later.